fuel, baby. Singing down by the Bef L Before I got signs. Before I got signs. I never knew that. Nobody never said that before. I bought a speaker. I had the little, I had the speaker. Dolo? Yeah. I had the speaker with my microphone, and then I was selling CDs because. That's where that was the now. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even that long ago, but I was selling CDs and then I had um, iHeartBK shirts because the L train was going to Brooklyn. I was like, this is actually perfect. And those are, they were my initials. So I was like, okay, I'm selling t-shirts and CDs. I was making bread. Yeah. And the, the, the cops and truancy, nobody came down to the L platform. They were always on like the six and the, yeah. the four and the five because it was, that was a much rowdier line than the L train. So yeah. Good times. Yeah, I never knew that shit. Yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got it hooked by crook, you know, trying to make it into this game. Yeah. And I, <sighs> those are the best times, though, before yeah. we officially started. I know he got that. No, we've we been started. But those, yeah, but, but, but those oh. are the best times because I oh, I just was talking to Ghost about this. And I mm -hmm. said, when we get our deals on whatever, I said, Heineken better enjoy this time because he can go do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> I, I, go, I go to ignorant strip clubs. He can go. He, yeah. he, 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 Heineken can leave Swingers topic clubs. on camera, go wow. crazy, come back. I wow. said, but when they come and give you that bag, I just said this to Ghost. <laughs> they gonna be like, no, 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 no. It's over for you. Yo, you can't do that no more. we only you talking can't. about business. Can, 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 can I talk about a crazy moment? Yeah. It involves you. Okay. Shit. Jay Z. All right. And an elevator. What? Yes. Not, not like Solange. I was like, I was like, wait, do I, do I have any moments in an elevator? No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nah. Um, it was we had shot a video. Where were we? Def Jam building. Okay. It's probably twelve years ago. Good building. Yep, it's a good time. Twelve yeah. years ago was a good time to, at the Def Jam. It's a good building. It's yeah. a good building. Yeah, because yeah. we, 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 we would leave in the middle of the day, regardless yeah. of meetings, and get drunk at Blockheads. That was a and, good time. Um, we just get drunk everywhere. R.I.P. Blockheads. R.I.P. Blockheads. But you felt you felt better, like not like I. At the time, I was cool with all the interns, so I was like, I wasn't yeah. trying to be up there and be. Nah, and um, we had just shot a quick video for Chic Looch in the yeah. office. Boom! I got my cameraman with me, and we're walking to the elevator. It's you, it's Hove, and I think it's the um, A and R with the freckles, Pecos. Yeah. So we go in the elevator. The camera guy, he's he's shook because he's never <laughs> met Hove. You're looking amazing. Thanks. I'm like, who the fuck is her? So now we had these cameras at the time, but everybody's used to seeing the bulky cameras. Yeah. So Hove turns and looks and says, yo, that's a nice camera. My camera dude, he froze. He can't talk. Of course. I look at you and Hove in the face. I was like, yeah, we shoot cocaine with that. You and Hove are like, uh, we wouldn't know nothing about that. Nope, surely would not. And then I, I was like, neither would I. <laughs> we got off the elevator, and I always remember, Tony Yayo said, it's three niggas you don't fuck with. Hove, 50, and Jay-Z. I mean, and Diddy, Hove, and, J and 50, whatever the... Yeah. Because they got ninja money, and I saw the ninjas with y'all. And I always think about it. And I gave a different answer. Because Esso always says, you was really wildin' back then. Oh. How, how different my life would have been. Hmm. That's a, that's the business look of it because because the white dude with the big ass head would have just Norm. ripped your larynx out your throat. Norm. No, but what you I'm saying dead. is, yeah. had I gave a different, <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. you'd be dead. I, yeah. I never knew his name, but I know the big white dude with yeah. the big ass head would yeah. rip so your Norm, larynx out your throat. Norm and Julius, um, they grew up to they played professional rugby together in the mm. Netherlands. They're both Dutch, so. Julius is for the Beyonce fans. Everybody knows Julius is Beyonce's mm. bodyguard. Okay. Norm used to be Jay's bodyguard. Norm mm. passed away, actually. Um, he did. 
Yeah, a number of years ago he passed wow, away. Okay. Um he had a he had a, a heart attack, which was really sad. Um yeah. but yeah, Norm Norm was not he was not with the shits no, ever. Listen. Nin- ninja <laughs> was money. Never, like, if you ninja. Saw, you to catch him smiling and having a moment where his guard was down, yeah. you had to be like I think they had it on camera one time, like a picture he smiled. Yeah. Well, it, Otherwise it was like never. a big deal because dude was like, wow, no, like there was there. Yeah. He was dude very didn't serious. talk, dude, dude, dude mm-hmm. was a, a straight Business, son. Mm. Look, rip, rip your landing. Nah, because you know we talk a lot of business on there, yep. and I always, at the time, it was a interesting interaction. But what if I had answered in a more professional way and say, "Yo, this, these are the new cameras," because his question was more. He probably thought we were like paparazzi, because mm. nobody knew these were video cameras at the time. Right, right, right. So had we said something, it might have been a different trajectory. Different, yeah. Yeah. So I think about it more. It's a funny story, but yeah. Then Bridget would have been like, yo, shoot my video. Ho would have been like, yo, let's do this. Especially at that time, which yeah, I had from going Brooklyn, He from Brooklyn. There you go. She called BK. It might have worked. You, know yeah, you never know. You never know. I mean, I, I think it's 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 hard. To, hindsight's, hindsight's 2020, right? Like, yeah. you never really know when the moment is going to be. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Jay, there were... There were not a lot of those moments in general. Mm-hmm. Where, the, where the opportunity... That's why, like, when everybody was... When that whole... Conversation was going viral on Twitter last year, or maybe like two, three years ago. People were like, "Oh, will you will you take a half a million dollars or a dinner with Jay Z?" Yeah. And everybody's like, "Oh my God, the dinner!" And I was like, "Y'all really think Jay is going to sit there with y'all I would, I would. and give you the secrets yo, <laughs> at yo, dinner? Yo, y'all gonna be y'all Bridget. gonna be sitting there, y'all gonna be sitting there at Cipriani, and he's to gonna like just I'm totally spill the beans? Like, no, no shot. Oh, no this shot. is what you need to do. This right. is your this is your million dollar thing right. that I didn't give to Lenny Yes or nobody. I'm gonna give this to I'm you. I'm gonna just give it to you while we're here. Might as well. Let's give let's give real context. Like, come on, these are two individuals that actually spent time with Hove. So it's like, so, yeah, so I would just laugh at that. Like y'all really think that that's that it's that simple? And we got two totally different relationships. She had a different. Like, yeah. they toured, they did yeah. other things. Mom was straight business, rock wilder, working yeah. with Beyonce. Yep. You just knowing, just knowing. You know what I'm saying? Like. So we had two totally different relationships, yeah. but when that came to the same question, we had the same it was answer. Definitely like, I mean, I, nigga, guess. I would be like, I would be like, you be more inclined to fuck with Hope if you have a half a million. You have a half a million dollars and you the, trying to invest it somewhere and you trying to be in business or just with go him, where he be. That's at. a better entry point for a conversation. It's, it's gonna mm. take a half a million just yeah. to keep up with him for six months. Right. So it's like take the half million, yeah. start trying to go where he at, yeah. have your ideas and shit ready, let yeah. people see your face about five or ten times, yeah. and then somebody somebody will come and say, yo, bro, it'll happen. See, yeah. see people mm-hmm. don't know that. If you're around constantly, yeah. and people know your face, mm. and you're not causing no trouble, and you're about your business, mm-hmm. whether your business is working or not, if you're not about no trouble, they're going to be like, I don't know son name, but I know him, son cool. Absolutely. That's and it. sooner or later, somebody's going to be like, yo, son. Come what, on what, board. No, what's up? They ain't just going to say, come on board. No. Okay. No. I don't say come on board. Like, <laughs> what do we think? Where come... do I know you from again? Exactly. Like, they'll, no it'll, they'll, be like a, they'll be like it's a, a, slow a bill. An intro like, conversation. Okay. But, yo, said, yeah, nah, come said, on board. I just got those. I'll be like, yo, what's up? You want to come on board? I'm like, nah, I turn down shit more than... Get all, you know. Nah. I mean, that's a but that's a that's a blessing. Not yeah. with Jay Z, you ain't you ain't. Get, you, I mean, well, not with Jay Z. Understand? Hove started the convo with me. Uh, yo, but that 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 could have been your trip. my entry. That, and, and that's and, why and, I said, and that's to why you said maybe he felt your Brooklyn vibe. Yeah. He could, he's and a Sagittarius like like me. Yeah, and sometimes you, you wake up on a day where I'm just like I'm gonna give everybody yeah. today. 
This is just me. Whatever it is, I'm talking to people today. Yeah. I'm taking pictures today. Yeah. I'm going to say shit. Yeah. You got you to gotta be in the mood for that, though. That's how we are. And he I'm, might have I'm just an, been I'm in the Aries, mood. so I, it's fire sign. It's fire signs. Yeah. It's yeah, fire, yeah. Sign. It's yeah. fire uh, all the time. For fire me, so fire signs it. have always shown me a lot of love. So What's your sign? Honey? Virgo. Oh, yeah. I'm a Virgo rising. I get that. Yes. See, all right. I'm all through fire sign. Yeah, yeah. All the way? Through and through? All Sagittarius. Wow. I'm an air. I'm a double Aries, Sun and Moon, and then all, all Sagittarius. I'm it's like I, I'm I'm learning. You're learning in my it. age to chill. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you out of control? Yeah. Were you out of pocket for a little bit? Yeah, like even when me and you met, me me and me and you met 10, 12, 12 years ago. It was longer ago. than that. It was longer than that. Yeah, but I, that's when I was chilling. You got to think I was fucking running around with Rock from two thousand two. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like popping E. Like niggas was wilding. Like. Mm. While I told, I think I told Ghost my first night out with Rock in California, I smoked weed with Paris Hilton. <laughs> I got drunk with Redman. Wow. Jumped in the car with EPMD, me, EPMD, Reggie, Rock Wilder, and wow. somebody else. Keith Murray was in jail. This is my first time. Oh, and Jane Blaze. Shout out to Jane Blaze. Jane Blaze mm. was there. This was my first night out. Bambi Bradley, Milton Bradley's daughter. She had diamonds on her shoes. We met Bambi Bradley. I'm like, damn, this is the life. This I don't want to cut you mm -hmm. off. This was all in one night? One night. Oh, my God. No, my first night. We was at the fucking Mar I mean, my first, my yeah. first time, my first first time night. meeting Jay was that. We was mm. at the Mondriano Sunset. I, I literally, Tata called me and was like, yo, just pull up to Spotted Pig. And I was like, okay. That was a spot of Spotted Pig. We were they, always they, a Spotted Pig. He owned it a piece of it Yeah, right so he was like, yo, mm. just pull up to Spotted Pig. And I was like, well, what's, are we, are we having dinner? Like, what's the attire? Like, I'm... I'm yeah. tomboy swag 90% of the time. Mm, yeah. So I'm like, what's the what's the vibe? Like, tell me how I'm mm. supposed to be showing up because I don't know who's going to yeah, be there, yeah. what the situation is going to be. He was like, it's fine. Just come as you are. All right, cool. So I have on like just some jeans, just a, a like a just like a raggedy sweater, like was not cute at all. I did I did my makeup. I remember doing my makeup and I flat iron. I had bangs at the time, so I had to flat iron my hair. So I looked nice, but I was it was regular. It wasn't like, it was giving business cash. It was not... Got you. It was not suited Even for the room. Even back then, it was giving business cash because you was young, cash. so you was coming business cash. Then? I mean, that was, but that was the like the club from like 2006 to like 2008 was business yeah, cash. Everybody, you, all the girls in the club had the the cumber, but the belts with the blazers yeah, and then we I were, we that. were all yeah. belting a blazer for no, I don't know why, but either and way, heels on and heels on, just looking dumb. Um, just <laughs> spicy secretaries for what? Spicy, spicy secretaries. This should in the be club. the name of that episode. <laughs> spicy secretaries. Like, we were spicy secretaries. Featuring at the club. Bridget Kelly. Like, yeah. It was it was ridiculous, but so I pulled up to Spotted Pig, and there's there's like security, there's like people, the 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 Secret yeah. Service guys yeah, the, with the, the earpieces, and you like what the hell? Is and I'm like, on? what the fuck? What, what is it for dinner? Like this is what we yeah. do for dinner? And I'm I have no clue what's going on. I had just mm. like gotten the offer to get signed, and you know whatever. He's Tata's like, yo, just come. Jay is here, like you know it'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, so all right, so Jay is here. So let me calm down. Let me compose myself. And I'm walking through the restaurant. There is security all over the restaurant. So now I'm like, who the fuck else is here mm -hmm. that they, I know, like, I get it, but Jay, you, you own this place. Like, this is really, this is ridiculous now. <laughs> so we walk up the stairs, go up to the roof, and then this guy pats me down, like, at the top of the stairs. Mm -hmm. And I start laughing, and the guy is like, looks at me like, at? what do you laugh? Like, are you surprised? And I was like, I mean, it seems, this feels a little bit excessive. Like, this feels, this is, this is aggressive now. Mm -hmm. It was so we get inside. And tell him, but tell him who. And it's was not aggressive because it's Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bill Clinton. It's Bono. It's mm -hmm. Chris Martin from Coldplay, mm -hmm. Gwyneth, J and B, and Tata. 
and 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 his his former wife Marquita. So we're so I'm now like, hey, and it's this family style. T- it's just like this family style table. It was set up like the Last Supper, and I just w- walk in all late. Like, hey, hey, sorry to interrupt. Like now I see why I was pat down. The former president is sitting here just. But that's how it happened. That's how wine. I met Denzel Washington was at a a, a one hundred six in Park joint. And I can't say what was going on, but we wound up being <laughs> we wound up being upstairs and, and people was drinking and I was waiting. I'm like, yo, who the fuck got this bathroom? Like, yo, this nigga ticking all along. And it, and he's like, Crazy. yo, it's me, my nigga. Come on. I was like, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> what up, dog? Hey. Oh shit, what up, my the nigga? E- the equalizer <laughs> popped up on you? Yo, yo. Wow. Nah, but he was cool. He was cool as shit. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm talking wild shit out the door. Right. Like, I, I was younger. I'm like, yo, who the fuck? Right. What the fuck? <laughs> and the girls just waiting. Yo, I'm in front of all y'all. Y'all bugging. I'm important in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, bugging. Yeah. Niggas like, it's me, my nigga. I said, oh, oh, all right. All right. <laughs> It, it ain't even nothing to say, yo. My bad. Yo, it's right. wild. Yeah. It was wild, and because yeah. it never, and that stuff never. Like the beautiful thing was that I was so, it was so, I was so young and so mm. green at the time, so yeah. I didn't realize the magnitude of that. But now that I'm thinking, now that like we, everything that we do now is social media based. Everything is exposed. I'm like, yo, I'm happy that I have those memories mm-hmm. of things before that time, right? Like nobody was expect nobody was thinking about anybody busting their phone out to take a picture or a video in that nothing. moment. Like you couldn't nothing. even you could, it was if you, impossible. Yo, but yo. you wouldn't even think to do it. Like nobody would even think to but be like, oh shit, let me. But, you know what I'm saying? It, but it the wasn't whole even idea a thought. Was, Exclusivity. Yo, nah, we wasn't even taking pictures. We were not. Like, 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 we were not. In order, in order to take a picture. It was like it was major, right. and it was one. Right. Yo, clue, whole everybody, everybody right. get it was in one, one photo with cut. everyone. Yo, and that we was, was there it. because niggas was like, I'm not even telling people. Like, for me to take you to a party back then yeah. was like, you can't even come in this shit. Like, like, like I told people about the first Rock Nation brunch. Niggas don't even know about that shit. I was like, why are we doing the brunch? I was nope. like, well, I, I didn't get it. And then we go into brunches, J. Cole right there. We I all mean, right I was there. confused because I was just like, I mean, these are regular, well, because they were regular people to me. To then. us. And we were chilling like, so every for day. Us, we're so like, we we're always brunch? at brunch. What the fuck and is this? And then the second year came around, I was like, oh. It got fancy. Yeah. I the said, second oh. year got real nice. I said, they oh, was giving shit. out, they had the little Gucci iPad said, sleeves. Remember I said, that? I, I, I was said, like, I said, oh. I, get, I said, I get the brunch now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then Neo was doing the midnight brunch. Yo, when it wasn't no social media, I'm sorry, I understand people is making more money now with the social media, but to be in that, it was really a fraternity. Whether you liked yeah. each other or not, there was really no fight. Niggas didn't like each other. Niggas wasn't fighting. No, but everybody, everybody kept it cool, and everybody played politics and saved face in a different way. Yeah. They did it. They did it more so out of respect for where I, they were, respect for the other business. Who you other rocking right. with? It was business. It wasn't. About business. It wasn't like I can't. I can't really slap fire out this dude right now because I, <laughs> I'm gonna go viral. That's I mean, not the. That's not the thought process. Yeah. The way it is now, like. The way I look at it right now, it seems like with more access to cameras, mm-hmm. they aren't those great dope moments. No. Even though everything is readily available to be videotaped. I still remember when my cousin was working at um, the Bad Boy Studio and he mm-hmm. called me and the whole BMF and Young Jeezy came down with 47, 47th Street? 46. No, 46. 46. Daddy's Between, house. Daddy's house. 10th and 11th, right? No, no, no. no, no. 8th and 9th. 8th and 9th. Yeah. 8th and 9th. Oh. And he said between 8th and 9th parking lot right across the street. And, yo, literally. That, yeah, because it was around the, the, around the corner from the old Platinum mm-hmm. Sounds. 20 Lambos all lined up. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. 
and it was nothing but like thirty ATL niggas. Each of them had ten thousand dollars minimum right. in their pocket. You you ain't never yeah, seen that again. I don't again. even like talking about BMF now because it's on TV and it's real commercial now. Well, so watching the docu- but watching know. the documentary is like. It's still vague enough that you, there's still those moments of like, nah, you had to be there. You had to be there. It's nothing. You had to be there. Like, unless you were in Atlanta and you saw the billboard. Yeah, unless you, you had you to like, see the billboard. But like, anywhere we fu- went. Like, what? But anywhere we went, the presence was different. It's right. like, I swear to God, they came out, for, for me, they came out of nowhere, Bridget. Yeah, they yeah. Did. It was like one day, niggas was talking. I remember in 1999, I'm telling my age. Mm-hmm. Tone Bird came to me and was like, yo, you throwing parties, you big, Bazay Blalio, throw parties with me. And I was like, I'm not throwing parties no more. I'm trying to get into the music business. I'm going to graduate from college soon. I'm moving on to management. Right. Right? Tone Bird, this is real shit. And he was like, yo, but my cousins is being, this is 1999 we talking about. I'm like, who? Whatever, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I ain't thinking about that. Fast forward two years later, maybe three years later, 2002, I go to a Tone Bird function, and you can't even get liquor. And I'm like, why? Where's all the liquor at? Well, oh, you got to go over there, uh, wow. BMF and bought it. They got everything over there with them. And all, and, and, and people was just going over like, yo, can I get it? Yeah, take a bottle. Get a bottle. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go over there. Like, I was still like, I got my own money. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? But... That was my introduction to who they was. And I said, damn, I missed the whole bag. That was but a, think about this. That was a big no, mistake. Think, think, think about Tone Tone is still out, though, right? Yeah, Tone never. Uh, Tone uh, was a party promoter. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's there, what was, I'm there, saying. Was, there was never like a direct affiliation, I don't think. But uh, okay. it's hard to yeah, no, they but his cousin, a lot of people. No, but his cousin was in there. But Tone was always Tone Got was you. a party promoter. That's what everybody Got knew you. that. It wasn't nothing. And every party was like... The Great Gatsby. If you ever seen The Great Gatsby mm-hmm. with, with the Leonardo DiCaprio, if you watch that party scene, I, why I love that party scene, that's a Puff Daddy party. Mm-hmm. That's how all our parties was. Everything was going there. I still remember going I, I, to, w- walking into certain things in California and things like that, and that be the presence, and that because everybody could, it was so crowded. Yeah. Everybody was doing anything that they wanted it to felt, do. It felt, I mean, and, and I mean, for all intents and purposes, obviously, it wasn't always safe, but. It felt safer. I don't know why. Social media makes me feel anxiety way more unsafe yeah. and anxious. Yeah. More so because people do shit for attention, obviously, mm-hmm. and they do shit for clout, even though it's not really clout. Like nobody respects you if you out here, you are an internet gangster. Like nobody's nobody thinks that's cute. But it's still people people die for posting shit on the internet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's still it it just doesn't it feels really feels much more haphazard to me now than it did when we knew we could look around the club and know who, you know what I'm saying? And we know, know who not who, to we, look. We know who, who section to stay out of. Yeah. We know who not to look at for too long. Mm-hmm. We know who not to bump into. We know who, like, there's just certain codes, there's certain etiquette that just does not exist now to me. And social media has, has really influenced that, Speaking I think. Speaking of clout, I want to get your perspective on this. Mm-hmm. You being a music artist, knowing the pressure you got to deal with to deliver projects, to deliver albums, to sell a particular amount of units. How do you feel about you know the timing of Sweetie dropping her record towards Quavo and like they're saying it's improper time because he just lost his nephew as a business maneuver? What you think about that? Because I'm like the timing is really crazy, but I get the the marketing. The marketing is amazing from a business perspective. You being because you're the only person. I don't think it's amazing. What? Okay. Well, I don't think it's amazing because well, there's two reasons. One. Women don't win being the villain. 
Women don't win being the villain. But they don't. There's I don't want to cut you off. Women I, never win being I, nasty. I've been seeing, we, though. We, win, we can win being nasty to each other. We're not going to win being nasty but, to men. We just what I want to interject, I, I am seeing there's a large contingent of people saying, well, she did get dragged through the mud. I haven't seen that. I've seen people be tight about what she's saying, but I'm just saying mm. for, for me, the marketing, people are talking about her. Mm -hmm. and, and people think that bad marketing is still marketing. And people are talking. We're talking about her right now. I didn't even hear I didn't, the song. I didn't even know that she dropped something. I, I didn't even hear the song, but now, but now but now, she knows that she dropped something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's, so, there, there's a rollout or is what I'm hearing for the most part. So they're doing promo and announcing. So yeah. is she talking about him in the record? Yes. Obviously, she's, yes. she's slandering she him said, in the record. Some she's addressing stuff. all the things. Supposedly, because I haven't heard it, but they're saying that she's addressing some things and she's talking about him negatively and they feel like it's at a time where, you know, this, tragedy, this tragedy has gone on. And I'm like, but... I think it's tacky, but I don't think it's her fault. I don't put stuff like that on artists. Artists okay. don't have control over rollout. If that was the case, you know how many artists I could think of off the top of my head that would have been drop projects? We would have had Scissors a whole album last year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If artists mm. had control over when they want to release it. Mm. It doesn't work that way. So I can't... We can't put that on her necessarily. So I you, just, you think the label is like... I don't want to say forcing, but... It's the label job to market, it's the label job to push it out, and it's the fourth quarter. So if it's some money that the label already spent, it's it's within... They're, they're putting it out. They're putting it out. It's like, they want to get that out, and they spend the money that they that they have allocated for that budget because it's the end of the year. There for tax go. purposes, it just makes more sense to do it on this side of the year. And Saweetie, you're the artist. You got to deal with the heat. You made the record already. Now we putting it out. It's like, like we got to make our money. Once this the label has it, it's, you, it's, it's really out of your hands. Yeah. Like, you mm. don't get to decide when... I mean... You can stay at home and not promote it and not make no money and get dropped. Right. You can do that. You can be like, yo, I didn't want well, to put because, that out. And also, at the end of the day, like, it won't, it's right before the holidays anyway. That's why I'm like, the marketing, from a marketing strategic standpoint, that doesn't make any sense because we're coming into the holiday season. Mm -hmm. The Grammy nominate, the Grammy nominees were just announced. What so else everybody's she, what prepping else for that. She have, what else does she have to keep momentum going to, 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 what to, else does to she have all of that? now to even start Nothing. momentum? That's why it's like, so marketing wise, it doesn't make sense. Like, to me, that doesn't, and she doesn't strike me based on her interviews that she's that malicious. She doesn't strike me as that nasty. She don't strike me as that nasty to try to like turn the knife while he's grieving. That doesn't that sounds yeah. out of character to me. I, mm -hmm. I just the only angle I'm seeing is how they, they were dragging her name when the whole situation happened with I mean, but that always happens. That, that happens. That always so happens. So that's the only angle they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women are feeling like, hey, so many times we see us get dragged through the media, get dragged through the mud, finally somebody fighting back. That's the narrative on their side. Which I think is trash because mm -hmm. Megan has been fighting back for how many years? Two? Mm -hmm. Since that whole incident and people still people still are angry that she's fighting back. People are mad that they feel like she's she instigates and it's like, at what point? I think, I, I, I want to stay on top. I think people just don't believe her, you know? I mean, whether you, be, I mean, to me, whether you believe her, somebody shot her, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Whoever the person is, she's the victim in the situation. So whether, remove Tory Lanez completely from it, Somebody shot her. So and somebody's not telling. You know what I'm saying? Even if if whoever it was that did it, it's like there's we don't have we don't have any of the information. So to me, if we don't have any of the information, how could we lean on how could we continue to to lean on the side of not believing based on not having information versus believing? I don't, don't think they don't believe she didn't get shot. They don't believe who the, shot her. Who shot her? It's the who's who's to blame for her getting shot. 
And then if it's that's not so, him, that's what no, but there's no sympathy for her being shot. I'm watching you know the, the threads of people a, that are a, like, nah, she stepped on glass. It, it's a lot of wishy washy yeah. stuff. The, the, the gunpowder supposedly was found on the girlfriend's hands. Supposedly the girlfriend who was supposedly fucking with Tori. And then Megan was supposedly fucking with Tori. Hearsay. And Tori don't have gunshot residue on his hands. Mm -hmm. Then one doctor saying it wasn't a gunshot. It was, they might have shot the gun. It was fragments from glass. Or fragments from there. It's so many different shit that we don't know that I feel like that if she didn't say anything, that it would have been better. Like we all go through situations. We going through a fucking situation right now. I'm not saying shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Mandy why, and I went through that. Why, Mandy like, and I went like, through like, that. Yeah, we, everybody, we, we weren't everybody, interested in talking about yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Let let every y'all talk about yep. it. We don't got to talk about it. So once you start talking about it, then you putting yourself trial by jury right. to the world now. Right. So that's why we're getting this because if Megan would have been quiet and which Tory's to me quiet, is also like if it's gonna go to court and come out anyway, why, the, why, why would, would she we go? Talk well, about but it. also, why would she go so hard? Narrative. But sometimes, Do you know what I'm saying? Like no, you, she's going hard to name him, so it's, she's gonna <laughs> yeah, look but, nuts. But, 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 if, you know what I'm saying? It's like why would she do that? She's going hard, so why would she do that if it's if people don't tell the truth? Though no, but I don't know. People don't tell the truth, and they don't think that they're gonna get caught. Hold on. Yes, and I, in my personal opinion, she might be going hard, and this is all an assumption mm -hmm. based on some underlying hurt. They might have she might have felt the way and really liked them and said, "Yo, you played me." Yo, man, we in the situation. Make, I mean, yo, yo we in the situation right now. Mm -hmm. That all the niggas doing is telling lies for no reason. Everybody knows. It. I mean, there is reason. I mean, but but I, <laughs> there I is got reason you. to lie. But, like, but, right. there's a lot of reasons to lie. We don't have to go over the yeah, reasons, but, but there are reasons to lie. All right, so so whatever his yeah. reasoning is, right. all he's doing is lying, and that's Public why opinion. Ghost will say the person right. that's lying be going hammer. We're not talking about a woman. We're talking about people when they be coming out going right. crazy. But you can't remove the fact that her being a woman mm -hmm. gets more. She gets way more slack being a woman. Of course. Then she would. Then then she would, and that's more so the argument from everybody else's side. It's like ultimately, whoever shot her is it's going to come out in the wash. At some point, we're going to get that information. Oh, gotcha. But for everyone to lean on the side of now, nah, well, she didn't. She didn't really get shot, or she. The majority I, yo, of the I'm threads. Is, I'm not saying nobody got, got shot. I'm, all I'm saying is it got crazy. It seems very unclear who did the shooting. It so does. if it's unclear what the law says, if you can't directly say that right. this person did it, right. you're not guilty. So okay. when so once that's out there, people are just like, if you can't tell me if everything isn't pointing to this guy, it's pointing to this girl, oh, it's pointing to the ground and stuff shot off the ground. Another individual. Yeah, you know, other individual. There's, 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 there's other a, people in the there's car. There's a driver like, that was yeah. there. Right. Like, come on now. Which like, I, and I and I get that. I just all. I just think we're quicker to dismiss like in a domestic violence situation, mm -hmm. regardless of who's at fault, unless we see an image like we saw Rihanna's mugshot, we don't we don't we don't. We I don't can feel think you to defend not. black women. We don't. But Megan, uh, if, Megan, but Megan, if you want to uh, come talk to us about it, Megan, you're more than welcome. Come, I, I, come chill with no, us. Let me tell you something. We don't. Unless uh, that we I, saw that and it was like, oh no, nah, it's let, game over for Chris Brown. For but, every that's how yeah, everybody felt. I'll say this though, but if there's a our allegation on a man, he's immediately guilty. That's true too. Immediately. But, that, but listen, no, listen. That's a whole other that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. Let me uh, add, let me add, let Bridget, me add. Like, don't Bridget, with me. Bridget, no, Bridget, I'm, Bridget. I'm telling, I'm telling you, no, I'm telling you it. straight up. If y'all, if y'all heard that that Rihanna and Chris Brown got into a fight and you did not see that picture, being West Indian. 
knowing anybody West Indian, growing up with Caribbean yeah, family, yeah. you know, off rip, you're like, nah, that was a fight. Ain't no way. If you didn't see the picture, you're not going to assume he beat her ass. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. You would automatically assume, nah, what, what they happened? Went, they went toe they to went toe. They went toe to toe. They yeah. went at it. Something like she must have said, he must have said something. So she got upset. Yeah, she went crazy. He blacked out. Like that like would have been the thought if you like didn't the Ray see Rice the Ray situation. Correct. If you didn't see yeah. the picture. And case we, in point, everybody, people are dragging Sweetie. Quavo, Quavo dragged her out of, dragged her in an elevator, out of an elevator. This is, and that's why. With that, the, and that came and went though. That came and went. People mm-hmm. did not talk about it. People did not care. He's still part of the Migos. Everything and... comes and goes yeah. now in the era of social but media. That's, but that's why I say, Everything comes that's why and I say, make it off a, a little easier. Let me ask you a question, though. Yes. Real, real, real talk. Especially if women don't press charges, which is another issue. In the era of right now, mm-hmm. people think that this is the realest that music or TV has ever been because people are embarrassing themselves, shooting people, mm. showing it and all that. Do you think that the reality TV situation set you up for uh, for greatness with your podcasting? Do you think that it no. helped you with your music? No. She said it wasn't, no. It, it no. wasn't a, a, a benefit of it. No. <laughs> um, there were there were two seasons that I participated in. Mm-hmm. The first season was absolutely horrific, and the second season was redemptive because I wasn't in a relationship and I kept the focus completely on my music. Okay. Mm. So and it, and I dropped an album during the release. So we synced music with on the show and that helped push streams and sales. We did a performance. The the production company had the team fly out to London because I had to do promo for the album and yeah. they they had the cast come and we shot a whole thing around the promo of my album. Mm-hmm. So the second season was fine, but as far as that contributing to the overall success and status, no. Because there's still so you people. you felt like did it help or did it hurt your career? I think it hurt more than it helped. Mm. I do because I think what the intention was was for was for me to give people a much more in depth look of of who I was and more of my personality versus my relationship drama. And and I realized qu- pretty quickly after signing up for it that it was going to be the latter. It wasn't going to be. I, I think. Singing is such a difficult talent. You, you got to mm-hmm. be, you know. So the relatability is always going to be relationship right. driven more than the music. Right, but you get to when you're mm-hmm. an artist, you get to dictate that when people don't mm. see it. Right. So the time period when I started when I started releasing music and emerged as an artist was like the last wave. That was like the last two year period yeah. when it was no when it wasn't about the oversaturation of content. It wasn't mm-hmm. about the output of like your personality and what you like and what you don't like and what you wear and what you like social media was just beginning to like I was just about become to just come that. to the yeah. forefront. Mm-hmm. So I I was around artists and I lucked it. I mean it was a, a double edged sword to be around established artists like a hove. You don't know anything about Jay. Mm-hmm. No one knew anything about Jay as mm-hmm. a person unless you had interactions Interaction. with him. Mm-hmm. And even then it wasn't something that anybody felt like they needed to but these kids feel like that they did. They, they were feel growing like they up know on you. Jay. They would listen to his lyrics. And I found out that these kids was actually living their life by, he was their daddy on mm-hmm. wax. Right. Well, also because you could fact check that then. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to, what are we fact checking now? The internet? Like that's that's what we're going to go to fact check? Yep. Like there's going to be people that lie that say they knew you when blah, blah, yep. blah. If you knew Jay back then, there was probably a dozen people you could go to in Brooklyn that could verify his story. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That was and that was no problem. Mm-hmm. But there was there's no one to fact check with a singer. There's no one to be like, oh yeah, well she did blah 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 until we till you talked about it. Like 
we knew we we didn't know how abused Mary was when she was making those mm-hmm. records. Not at the time. We heard mm-hmm. about it kind of in spurts here and there. We heard little pieces, little mm-hmm. pieces here and there. But unless we were seeing it, we didn't know. Do you know what I'm saying? So until year, till a couple years into it, and then it was like, oh shit! Now you hearing? Now she's starting to do interviews. Now it's, now it's share my work during my life. We didn't know. We didn't know, and that to me is her greatest body of work. So it's like, I think with with any artist now. The life has to, the lifestyle that you are portraying, the social the facade that you're creating has to match the art. And it didn't used to be that way. You used to be able to tell whatever story you wanted to tell, whether it was real or not. We just loved being singers. We love to sing about heartbreak, but you could have been in a relationship. You could have been happily married and singing about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. To me, I've been happily married to Grant Hill for mad years, talking about there's a stranger in her house. Like, <laughs> we took it. You know what I'm saying? No. For face value. Like, it, it didn't matter. Like, Whitney was obsessed with Bobby. Whitney was obsessed with Bobby and singing, you know, all yeah. those cr- heartbreak songs on the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack. You didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. We believed her. Mm-hmm. It didn't make it less believable. I always tell him, like, the general public loves the story more than the actuality. Absolutely. And he, he'd be like, what, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Right. Like, we go back and forth. I'm like, because you guys been one percenters for so long, it'd be hard I'm like, no, nah, they believe this. They want to know that Bridget was in the elevator with Hove when Solange did this and she stopped the fight. They want to, right, but, yeah. their, but their reality. should be like, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I, I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there. Yeah. I wasn't there. I mean, I remember, I mean, and, and again, I came I came out around the time when <laughs> blogs and all that stuff started to, me, and it would yeah. be media takeout would capture me all of a sudden and Concrete be like, loop. oh my God, look at Bridget Kelly. This is Beyonce's Creole cousin. And I'd be like, huh? Mm, yeah. Like how did y'all? It's <laughs> a reach. I'm not even Creole. I'm not even Creole. I don't even look. Like, I look nothing like Solange. And be like, yeah, you see, they're all at this family gathering. Mm-hmm. And you I'm could just be like, family. Yeah, though. you could be family. You could be family. It was just. Stop. You could yeah, be. Yeah, it was just. Tr- but the timing. Don't do that. But then the next week it would be like, oh, Bridget and Jay Z in Tokyo taking shots in the middle of the night. Like, yep. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? It would literally. It would flip. Because I'd be like, yo, who is she? It would flip flop, and that's why yeah. I would say I tell them I don't read comments, I don't no. care about none of that. No, people yeah, are gonna have, they gonna love you, they are gonna call you this, and then one day they are gonna find out something. Right. Like, oh, I didn't know he's right. really that guy, or I really hate yeah. him now because he had a lot of chicks right. when he was young. It, yo, they flip flop. But so you know bad. why that is though. This thing that we're doing here now and getting this attention and notoriety is very coveted right now. Yeah. It's, it has an extreme level of value and notoriety. And people are like, how are we going to get this to happen? We've been fortunate. We could pump out a YouTube channel yeah. and get thousands of subscribers. Oh, we got yep. 15,000 in two months and hey, we pumping. We love that. <laughs> and we fucking pumping. You and, know and, what and there are other people. Yo, Kevin Samuels was like, yo, it took me years just to get... A thousand subscribers. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I forgot y'all had issues. Come on, man. We ain't surprised. Surprised. Yo, uh, yo, yo. We won't speak yo, ill yo, of yo. the dead. Yeah, we not. Yeah, thank you. Were you not part of the party? We won't speak ill of the dead. A lot of people have parties. I'm not a party person. I don't dance on people's graves. I, I know. Do you still make music? Are you still recording? I started again, but I stopped for a while, mainly because. Mm. similarly to Love and Hip Hop, the, the parallel between Love and Hip Hop, reality TV in general and podcasting is people care more about going viral. Making music to me was like, I want to make music that people like. I want to mm. make music that people... I want to produce a piece on you. Okay. With ghosts. 
Okay. I want to go back to the L train where you sang when you was a kid. <laughs> that would be dope. Yo, let's do it. I'm and down. I want to pull the, the, the same speaker you had. Yeah. And we gonna put money down. Oh. And I love we gonna BK go crazy. Yeah. Okay. We gonna sell t-shirts. And we gonna. It won't go... be CDs though, cause they don't. They don't. No, no. I those. said I didn't say CDs. I said t-shirts. No. You know oh, what? Okay, no, no, okay, no, no, okay. no. No, but just selling CDs again. Stop. And no. they, cause they signing them as as um. Yeah. Glorilla just did it. They selling CDs and vinyl. And vinyl again. Heirlooms. Yes. Yo, there's CDs, CDs, CDs and vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I you know what you have a scan scan drive. Yeah, the little the little flash drive. And have it packaged with a CD or a vinyl. No, we're gonna do flash drive. Yeah. She got. She says she's filming, right? Yeah. So she's gonna do five or six songs. I'm down. You know what I mean? And we're gonna produce the piece, and she we're gonna go down to the train station, and she can sing all five or six I'm songs down. live. I'm down. And we're gonna record it. But and that's it, the difference, right? We make we made music to 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 develop fandom based on the the quality of what we made, of right? So to me, it was all about the quality of the voice, the and, integrity, yeah. the songwriting, and all of that. You mm. do it because you want to be liked. Reality and TV and podcasting, you don't want to be liked. You just want to be heard. You're not seeking to be liked. Nine times out of ten, the, the most successful people are not liked. They're yeah. shitty people, actually. Mm-hmm. So, question: you've, you've done <laughs> you've done both at a high level: mm-hmm. media, podcasting, television, mm-hmm. music. Which do you enjoy creatively, and which was the best financially? Um, podcasting has been the best financially. Mm-hmm. Podcasting and television have been the best financially. Yo, I mm-hmm. still get residual checks from random shows that. We mm-hmm. that we did on the, that podcasting. I did with Jay on TV and everything else. Mm-hmm. When you do the podcast and they and they got more than us, they got sponsorship. And they got everything. We did it, yeah, but, we did but, an, but and it, we did an ad partnership. Yeah, and and, and and we do it differently. We get our money differently. We do th- and it's still been like I tell people right now. I said podcasting right now is the first thing that's putting me back to where I was in yeah. like oh seven oh eight with getting my money how right. I want to get it. Well, also just being able to count on it without having to like. Yeah. Constantly be, you know what I mean. What do you mean? Count it. on it when you. It's like you once you get you can. It's easy to pick up momentum mm-hmm. with advertising. Like once mm-hmm. your growth is not going to stagnate because y'all are making quality content at this point. So mm-hmm. people that are tuning in, it's a natural progression to spread the word, even if it's a slow burn. It's not going to stop growing because mm-hmm. podcasting is gradually still becoming more still popular, becoming still more trendy. Popular. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like nah, the more output that is the natural growth is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can count on advertisers, you can count on the money coming in. Mm-hmm. It's it's the momentum that you don't necessarily have when you're creating and you're only counting on music, music or you know what I mean. There's no. It's not. It's it's. There's no opportunities for passive income. income. No, the, the influencer market. Is unlimited. Right. We yeah. can influence clothes, yep. sneakers, yep. overall style, yep. hair, glasses, all of it. nails, jewelry, all of it. Everything, hats. Yeah. It's unlimited. You can endorse sports teams. Yep. Whatever that we do that's dope, yeah. we can influence on that market. With music, you got to blow up and be a super duper star yeah. to do that. Yeah. And then they look to see everything the, else. What you're trying to do. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But how, all right, on, mm-hmm. on the business tip though. Yeah. How does this, how do, and I know these questions, but this is what people want to know. Yeah. How does a songwriter, mm-hmm. how, do, how do you have a song that ends up on some, on your record mm-hmm. and also on the songwriter's record at the same time, legally? Um, Can you give me an example? Um, when you say it ends up on the same? Like if a songwriter, like say I wrote the record for you mm-hmm. and you put the record out. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to still put the record out on my if I want to put out a project as, as as well, um, it depends on who owns the if if you own the masters of the project, sure. 
So you think that the songwriter would be able to own the master? Like, say you at Rock Nation, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And you doing your thing, and mm-hmm. I give you the record. You, do, do you think that I'll still have the power after I've given y'all the record to still put it on, on, on my project? Unless there is a contract that says that the label then owns the record, mm-hmm. and there's been money paid, there's been a, a transaction where there's mm-hmm. been money paid for the record, the songwriter owns the record. The songwriter and the producer mm-hmm. own the record. Right. So... Yeah, I mean. So you, you you ever been through that with yourself? Because because don't you song write and yeah. then you take songs too? Um, yeah, but I, I mean, it happened. The Frank Ocean situation that happened was more so because proper pa- like the paperwork and stuff wasn't in order. But also as a creative, he was completely attached to the record and did not want to give the record up. Okay. Mm. So he released. They they couldn't come to an agreement about it, despite whatever conversations were being had. Um, and he, if, if the song was going to go to an artist, he wanted it to go to a bigger artist than me. And I was a new artist at the time. Okay. He knew, he knew ultimately as a creative, the power of that record. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, think about forever is the record if anybody, or think about you. I don't remember which title he went with, but, um, that, that song, I mean, we did it. We recorded an album around that record. Like we, that Got was you. the one we were so excited about it. That was, you know what I mean? And he did it with my producer, with Shay Taylor. So we shout out to Shay. Shout out to Shay. We didn't think anything of it. So he decided, you know, if it's not going to go to Beyonce or Rihanna, I want to keep the record because y'all mm. are not going to know what to do with it, essentially. That's how, that's how we felt. He was like, she's a new artist. It's, a too, it's too big a record for her. Y'all not, y'all not going to run it the way it needs to be run. I'm going to just keep it for myself. And, and by run it, he meant by put the budget behind it. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Bridget, hearing that story, mm-hmm. hearing how you came into the game, and you're under a different scrutiny as a woman. Mm-hmm. You got to look a certain way, maneuver mm-hmm. a certain way. You're not allowed to make mistakes. You can't be broke, no, nothing like that. How do you maintain your sanity? What, what what are things you're doing? You've lost out on a big song from Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. You started out podcasting when nobody even knew you were going to be in this space. So you came up differently. How do you keep yourself sane? What What are the factors you do? Because how do you control your insecurities? Because mm. everybody think when you're in this space, you're yeah. Superman and nothing bothers you. A Superwoman. <laughs> I want to hear the rundown for the women that are watching this and like Bridget inspires me. I mean, it. it I had a backwards entry into the industry. Mm. I started here. It's like my first performance as a signed artist was at Madison Square Garden. Mm. So for me, I was, all, I was around. You hitting home runs already. Right. Out the gate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's you going from the G League to the all to the All-Star game. How'd your head feel? Um how was you was your was your head intact or was you on some different shit? Was you was you on when like, I started yo. getting my money, I told people. See, but I didn't get money when I got the notoriety. Oh, okay. That didn't they didn't come hand in hand, which is mm. which is the ultimate mm. misconception about artists. Is do you think you have money? No. With the artists, I was still a they I was taken care of, but it wasn't money. I wasn't seeing. I wasn't we'll make seeing sure six rent figures is good. in the first. You yeah, like I, they, everybody we got you a stipend. Yeah, you and then and then I was able to go on tour, and that helped me out a lot. And then I did like some guest appearances on television shows and hosting and things like that. That helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to host 106 in Park. That was like my. That was Just like one on episode? my bucket list. No, I wanted no, to host wanted the show. To be the host. I wanted to host the show. I wanted to do the countdown and talk to the artists and like. Yeah. I really wanted to do that. Was that before? The business got fuzzy before Frank took the record or was that was, something you wanted to do period it was something I always wanted to do right I looked at I looked at J-Lo's business model and I was mm. like that's the direction that's how I want to attack the explain, industry explain please because she 
always wanted to do music. She did it. She did but dance by, first. But by starting, she was an actress playing an artist. Selena. So she got the notoriety and the yeah. attention by playing mm-hmm. a different artist, but she bodied the role. Body so it. it's like, obviously, there's elements of her in there. Mm-hmm. And then within like two years of that being the big, one of the biggest movies of the 90s, she releases a project. Mm. And now she's, so now she's doing music and she's doing movies at the same time. And she's, you know what I mean? It was all these simultaneous things that were working in her favor just, just to like make her a household name. But she was so special. Like, yeah. like cuz she had the special sauce because she had Puff Daddy who was hot as a firecracker and then Puff she Daddy did. walked to ass to Corey Rooney and Corey Rooney Tommy right. Tola had the budget right. and the Corey songs. Rooney. Think right. about all the people she was around that she was around 50, yeah. early 50. Yes. She got so, to see that. Puff, Tommy You like, also have to bear yeah, in mind though different. too she worked her ass, ass off. Yeah, yes. she definitely worked. Like that I don't want to take it. her there credit was away. No, like, Nobody she was, was working more than a her. A fly girl like and people that are most people that are younger than me have no concept of of, of the of, work she put in. in. Living color, no, in living at all. Co- they, they, they don't remember. They never existed. Janet Jackson right? videos and what? everything. Right. Come no on, one son. knew the dancing, the bat, the choreography she was doing. Nobody yeah. was Think aware that. of people, that. People don't even realize Jamie Foxx was in in Living Color. Right. That cast is godly. Jim Carrey. What are we talking about? Damon Wayans, Marlon Wayans. Jim Carrey got Jim Carrey got his start on like, Living in Color. Living Color, like. David, David Allen Greer. Tommy Davidson. Yeah. The whole crew was all-stars, my Think girl. about all that think tank. You ever been in that all type of, of think tank, Bridget, where you were just like in a room? Because Esso would tell me about the rooms he was in, the rooms I was in. You just sit there like, this is a different level thinking. Like people say when they're around Elon, they could just see him thinking about, yeah, I'm going to create another earth versus you hanging around somebody. Yo, what type of weed we going to smoke? Um, I don't think I was ever in a think tank like that. I was, I remember being in a studio, in a studio environment yeah. and watching all of the moving parts with no ID and mm. realizing no one else is doing this right now. Nobody else has, no one else is simultaneously digging through crates mm-hmm. to find vinyls while somebody is playing guitar and he's like, no, no, not like that. It has to be so specific, like specifically mm pinpointing and orc producing like that to me was a, like a, a very different <laughs> what's the matter back, what's no, the no, matter I was talking to him forth. about Purdue. we have a back and forth I was just talking to him about producing on the ride here please keep going because you're making me look like a genius please <laughs> so to me you got somebody and there's and and I've and I will say Dion no idea is not the only person I've been in, in a room with mm-hmm. that does that that has done that Jerry Wonder is another person that does Salute that and so, to me, there's there are a handful of, of Dr. Guys. Dre does that. He makes yeah. his own sounds. I heard about that. So I seen him do it. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like this, and this this is this is why I wanted I want to be in music is because of moments like this where it's like there are so many different creative avenues that people can go down, and whatever the product is, people have already decided before they even before you even hear it before it's even done that it's going to be a masterpiece. Yeah. And so to me that that there is something about that the essence of music in those collaboration. moments the collaborative mm. effort that's like oh my god this is why we do the shit this yep. is, this is really why we do the shit and then you find out after you do the song and then when you're trying to do the business then you find out hey motherfucker's an asshole well it and wasn't all even assholes. right <laughs> mm. but also everybody. but also there's no there's no room for anybody that is that creative and whimsical in that dreamy state of creation that's going to that's going to come in with a business model and mm-hmm. and try to confine all of that 
without it being offensive. There's yeah. just no way to, to there's no way around that. Mm-hmm. Which I think was why the the Frank thing was so tough because it was mm. just like I'm an artist and I get it. Like how how can I tell this artist that you know what I mean? He he has no idea that he's probably going to derail my entire project by doing this. But but it's not. But it wasn't about me. Like his decision wasn't about me. It wasn't to smite me. It wasn't to shit on me. It wasn't. It really wasn't yeah, about was any of that. Idea that was just his creative. That was his creative thing. And I'm sure that that has happened to countless artists mm-hmm. who have wanted a record or, or thought a record was supposed to be for them, and they or they passed on it, and they you know what I'm saying, and then it ended up blowing up for someone else. So we hear we hear those stories all the time. Where I mean, it's like, damn, there's, that's a record I wish I would have had. I there's plenty of records I listen to now, and I'm like. Pretty sure, pretty sure, pretty sure. I would have, I done that. I would have done a better job. Yeah. That, and that's why I asked you about your your mental state yeah. and your your resiliency. Because to have what's happened with you with Frank, to have even when the whole breakup with the Joe Network, even when the co-host, there's a yeah. lot of shit you've had happen to you publicly mm-hmm. for over 13 years. Yeah. Some people just get viral for a couple of months, and that's their whole life. 13 years minimum. Yeah. You've been in the news for some fuck shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just was like, yo, how does she mentally deal well, with this? That's why Honestly, I, that's, that's why important I use, to me. I use J-Lo as an example because mm-hmm. she can just pivot when she, when it's mm. like, if it doesn't feel good, if it doesn't, and she's she's a fire sign too. There's just something about me as a, as a, my sense of myself as a person is like, if something doesn't work, if a situation doesn't work, okay, I'll move on to the next situation and make something else work. Mm-hmm. I always felt like I I had the capacity for that. So if music doesn't work, all right, cool. I'm a personality. I can read a teleprompter. I know how to talk to people. I read. I do the work on myself. I'm in therapy. But you're different. See? You know why? And I, I'm going to stop you right there. Because of the experience that we have, mm-hmm. you know that singing might have been just a thing that opened the That's door. It. I might have loved to do this. I might have wanted to go on stages and yeah. they come and all 30,000 be here for me. But you know what she is? I'm thankful because being in this business and being around this, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. I could do that too. And they're chunky positions. I can make a lot of money. Yeah. I still got the relationships with these people yeah. and I can use my relationships with these people yeah. to make this area much better. Yeah. And, and also from... What she was identifying, she has great self-awareness. She's like, I can read a teleprompter. If I, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm in therapy. I know how to pivot. Sometimes people like to keep running their head into the wall and be very bullish. They're like, hey, if I keep pumping it through, something's going to hit. You right. know that theory, if I, you yeah. throw it enough, it's, something's going to land. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes, it, goes, it goes one way or the other. It's either something's going to land or, or, or it's or insanity. You're or you're it's, insane. You're yeah. doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. Which to me was always like, music Music was always just an, just the, the fuel in the tank for me. I love making music. See, it music. was everything for me at first. You know mm-hmm. what it changed? It was, it, was, it was everything for me too. But when I realized that <laughs> Interesting. My, was, success was, my success was not going to be predicated on how talented I was. I learned that very early. But your talent, see, I, the talent, I, I came the, in this business. So like well, y'all, but y'all, the timing, talent, y'all gifted, talented but the people ta- but have the a timing, different Let me tell you ride. something. Timing weighs so much more in your success than talent. Yeah. Timing plays a much bigger yeah. part than talent. There were a lot of talented people that, that were doing music around the same time I was. And after that, that never, who made records, who worked just as hard. Like to me, that the idea that if you stay the course and if you work hard, that, that, that's, that's not, not true. true. That's not true in that's music. Not it's true. not. You can have more talent than anything else. The timing matters more than anything else. You know what else? Likeability. And likeability. The connection, yeah. who you coming through. Yeah. Which I mean, is hard. It, Which to me was things. also why I needed to stay, I needed to stay in front of people's faces 
in a different way because if I kept coming with music and and nobody cared and I wasn't a part of a label, then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, she's still trying to do music. Oh, yeah. she's oh, still trying to. That's yeah. that vibe. And so it's like, but nah. But if you see me, I'm on a podcast. I'm doing very well financially. I'm very excited. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm in love. I'm engaged. My life looks Ooh, great. So if I want to make music now, you see how she snuck that in there in love and, and, and so engaged. So if I want to make music now, the perspective that I'm that I'm making music from is not going to be from a, a bitter "I'm still trying to be hot" perspective. I, I don't I mean, care about that. You think that's acceptable now? Because one of the complaints they've always had about Mary is her music was always better when she was in effed up relationships. That's when, selfish, though. You, you know, it's when, true. When it's true. When she's happy, Mary. Yeah, yeah, music's okay. I so, mean, it's it's true. It's true. Right? So it's you, true for you, most. You, for most. How about you? When Beyonce you make is the bet? only artist to me that's been married and has a family and is living a a seemingly beautiful life on the outside, who can still make music about anything, and it's fucking great. That's an amazing analysis. She's the only Accurate person. analysis, too. You know what I'm saying? We don't know Why? what's good or bad, but the music is fucking great. What can we say? If what can the, we really if, say? If mm. the podcasting money is good, which mm-hmm. we're acknowledging is good and it's, it's, it's yeah. getting better, mm-hmm. why do you think that people who rap or sing want to go back to that now? Because from a soul perspective, it's more fulfilling. Thank you. That's that's the talk That's I what I wanted to yeah, know. Yeah, from a Remember, soul perspective. Some, it's more, because again, podcasting... Part of the success of podcasting is 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 the 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 let me ask you this the viral appeal. So it's like if that I can't I can't in, totally inject my entire being into the idea of my popularity only being contingent on how messy I can be or how there gossipy go. I can be. That's not because that's not really who I am anyway. Richard, take that gossip clickbait thing out. Mm-hmm. I give you two options. Yeah, you're doing Carnegie Hall. Yes, you have the choice of it's either you get to perform the best body of work you have mm. or you get to sit down with people you enjoy and it's a really like a TED Talk moment and you're really delivering the consciousness of who you are and speaking. Which one would you go for? Which one speaks to your soul first? Singing in Carnegie Hall or talking in Carnegie yeah. Hall? Singing in Carnegie Hall. The gotcha. acoustics are way better for singing. Than I got you. But you know what I'm saying. I'm it's just Carnegie get, Hall. Like I'm if I have a chance example. to sing in Carnegie Hall, I'm gonna sing in Carnegie Hall. She still, she still will want to sing. Yeah, but for and me, I, I, but for I me, it's, it's not for the sake of. I think initially, I always, I felt like I wanted to make music so I could be relatable to people and connect to people. That doesn't have to be the my why. My why has changed now. Do you to feel make fulfilled music. in what you've accomplished in music career? Or do you think no. this? The, think yeah. No, I don't think so. And but I'm I, not but mad I, at that. I haven't I, been fulfilled in my in my music career neither. But I think a lot of the factors had had less to do with me, which is why me I still too. feel right. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? But, but the reason exactly. why I ask that, there are people that don't know what it is to be on a big stage, to to do a song with Hove, to to sit down with Frank Ocean. Right. They just want to get to even that point. As so and I have our arguments. I'm like, there's points he's been in his career. Yeah. I haven't even seen that. I was like, I just want to get to this and I'm good after that. <laughs> I don't care. But vice versa, there's things he's seen me do. He's like, yo, I'm like, so, I don't care. There is an element for me because mm-hmm. everything started so backwards mm-hmm. that there have been probably more moments I that I wished it didn't go that way. Successful mm. moments you had, or well, I mean, I just wished it didn't. I wish that my career didn't start at such a high because it set the bar at an unattainable place for me. So then, when it became, when it came time for me to do the grassroots shit, and I was hype, people would treat me and look at me like, "What do you mean you're signed to Rock Nation? Why would you want to go to Shreveport, Louisiana?" And I'm like, "Bitch, I sell out in Shreveport. I don't give a. That's <laughs> not my life. Like the, the Jay Z tour. That's not my money. That's not my show. That's not my band. That's mm-hmm. not my production. That's not my lights. Like." 
that's not that's not me. I was a part of a really incredible movement mm. at a time in music, especially for 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 Jay, that I that I think is just completely the second timeless. life is a whole is yeah. his second life. Is, it was his second life. It has been the biggest book. Who would think? Right. Who would think that his second book would be bigger yeah. than the first? Because the first that's, book was that's fucking legendary. Empire State of Mind was his first number one record. Yeah. Ever. Which is scary. Which is crazy to think about. He he had a 15-year career before he had a number so one man's record. So man's a record. And that was the Yankees theme song to such a point that when they won the ring, they gave him a championship ring. Yeah. So when I think about your- We inv- flew back from, the, from Berlin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were at the EMAs and flew back from Berlin to make it back in the morning to be in city, to make it to City Hall to be able to sing. Mm-hmm. And be able For to the parade, right? Yeah. And but- I had no money. I had no money at, at the, in that moment at that point. I had no money. So you're singing for the world champion New York Yankees right down Broadway. When I did 9-11, I had a job. When I did the 9-11 show at Madison Square Garden, I had a job. I got up the next day and went to work. I managed, <laughs> I managed a Pilates studio. That's real shit. And That's nobody shit, believed Bridget. Nobody believed me at work. I was like, I sang at Madison Square Garden last night. And everybody was like, like lying ass bitch. like, wow, drugs. Drugs. That's a lot of drugs. <laughs> and I, I had to go on YouTube. This is when everything was, and I and it was on YouTube. Remember old was, YouTube, 480? Yeah. 360, he don't know about that era. <laughs> I'd be like, 1080? 1080p, 1080p is a luxury yeah, 4K, now. Yeah, that's a luxury. It's <laughs> oh no, he's he's a 4K. He hates them. He hates. Oh yeah, them. he's a, he's a he 4K. hates the 1080p. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he despises. Yo, yeah, he despises. Bridget, he don't know about the 280 era. Oh, the it was, fog. Oh, it was all I'm glad foggy. I don't know. It looked foggy. like you looked like you were you were literally transmitting from space. Yes. like it was it was. Bad. It sounded you could always hear the air conditioning <laughs> flowing. Oh. It was pixelated. It was yeah, it was bad. But so people people yeah. were able to go and see. I had a job. Like I, but to me, I didn't. There was there were elements and moments where I felt like one I didn't I didn't I felt like I didn't earn it like it was just given to me. Interesting. Even though I worked really hard, yeah, yeah. but it was like I as mean, an you, artist you I didn't grind, do you the. Was, you was grinding even when you was at Rock Nation. Though. I was, I mean, but some people mm. just get a different situation. I know, but there's artists there's grinding. artists who have sold millions of records that will never sing to a full thirty thousand crowd mm. 30,000 30, person crowd in Madison Square Garden. That's a fact. Do you know what I'm saying? So there's people that have really done the work with their teams with their you know what i mean i didn't i didn't do any of that in the very beginning i got asked to do a favor <laughs> how'd you get in 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 into the rock nation mix who, um, who, who was the first person to find you to, to bring you in so my first manager his name was alaska my first manager I alaska was your yeah man. alaska gideon alaska right? was alaska uh was tata's intern at mm. Def Jam. Mm. And so a girl that i went to high school with that i didn't i don't even know how she got my phone number connected me with alaska and Alaska was like, yo, let's, let's, let's like bust that. Let's do a couple songs. The guy, there's like rumors that the guys are getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. They're going to start their own label soon. Like it's, you know, mm. they were, they were prepping to leave Def Jam. They were prepping to leave the Def Jam building. And so that was the, we had like a year and a half where it was just grinding. I recorded with everyone. Didn't matter where it was. We were recorded as much music as possible. Was writing with anybody was singing, doing the, the stuff on the L train. We'll go to Village Underground on Sundays and, do the, open, shout out to and Ron. do the open mics. So rest in peace to Ron, man. Yeah, it was a really, it was an incredible time. So I worked hard, but then I got signed in 2008 and I and nothing really happened that first year I got signed. I just, I kept recording music, but we were like, they were trying to figure out the sound, which to your point about being a singer is hard. If when you can sing, you can sing pretty much anything. Yeah. So they had me sing everything. And I wanted to do like a, more of an alternative R&B kind of yeah, thing. 
Mm-hmm. And so, and they were kind of like, oh no, this is, you are giving Alicia Keys, Mary J vibes. Like that's the, that's the pocket. And I was, I mean. And you fought it for a minute, didn't you? I did. I know. I did fight it. I did fight it. <laughs> I fought it tooth I and nail. I remember you fought you you fought it for a long I time. I fought it tooth and nail, and then I remember um, when I went I went up to High ninety seven, and Ebro was like, "Yo, he was like, Every, you sound good doing anything, but you have to you're gonna have to choose. You're gonna have to make a decision yeah, about where you're where you're gonna push yourself because if you keep if if the only thing that anybody ever hears is that you're making music that you don't really like or that you don't really want to do." No one's gonna know where to put like no one's gonna know where to place you. Like no one's gonna know how to how mm. to support you and how to be which was a which was a valid point at the time. I hated hearing it though, because I was like, why do I have to like why can't I just make the shit I, I like that I wanna make that sounds good to me, right? I would have loved to be the female Miguel at the time and do a kaleidoscope dream kind of project. That would have been we know. the ideal situation for me. <laughs> but we know um, because also I felt like I got aged. Doing R&B music aged me. Like I was 23, 24, and they were like, nah, you got to wear high heels with everything. You got to be. And I'm like, I'm 23. Like I just, why am, why, why am I not allowed to wear Jordans? What's the problem? It just didn't. It, it didn't. wasn't. It was in time. It was everything because now that look worked. That would have been super duper. You was ahead of your time yeah, because that timing. Because girl, because the fashion, because the funny thing about fashion is. The people that's really into it, really into it, are three to four years ahead of the game. And I wasn't into it. I was just more comfortable in a casual casual attire. That was just more, I'm a New York girl. I'm on the train. What the fuck do I look like getting on the train in four-inch heels? Where am I going? Like, if I got to go to the, it's like, well, well, then you can't take the train. Then you're going to have to take a cab. Cab, And it's like, I don't want to spend money on a cab. I want to be on the train. I want to be on the train in a regular coat. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It just didn't feel... To me, I I felt like there was more pressure on me to to look the part for where I, I was about to say at. They were keen on your look, which to me, which to me, I mean, it took a, away from, but it took away from the process of making music because then that became the focus. The focus was like, now we have to look like we belong here because we just did Madison Square Garden, and I'm like, but I still have a job to pay my rent, so this is not we're not being. Do, do you think real. Your, your look was a detriment because that was always the thing? Yo, Bridget is gorgeous. Bridget is this. No, I mean the the, the clothing for me was a detriment. The better you look is never could be a detriment in the music. No, I mean, it, what, yeah, no. You, no, not, but it wasn't to in me. In terms of how they want to package you. To me, it just wasn't sustainable. Mm. It, to me, it wasn't it wasn't a sustainable thing. It's like I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm, you're gonna put me in a thigh high boot at 24, and I don't need to. I don't. They need to never have that white girl, that white girl budget pop bag for you if that's what they mm. wanted to do. And, and they, they and had, they, they, didn't they have had it. to splash you with the pop bag. And Listen, they, and they didn't have your it. Three years, your rent is paid. Your stipend is four thousand. Leave that job in. now. It's yeah. four thousand a month. That's what they do. I yeah. said it about the pop girls when they said when yeah. um, we talked about oh rappers could could um could get a job. Yeah, that's cool. But when they got the white chick, they like, nah, hell no. And they're developing you for years mm. for one hit single. Right. If they get more than one hit right. single and oh, record it's, out it's of you, they're icy. happy. Right. So they're spending them Gs. Right. You know but what I'm saying? A million. But that's why I say coming out at that peak point mm-hmm. was a detriment to me because a lot of the grassroots stuff that I needed to earn, right? Like no one knew how hard I was willing to work. No yeah. one knew mm. how much how how humble I was about working with whoever. I didn't care. That's how care. you get the money too. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And to and me it was like, that. yo, I'm I'm a nice like I'm a kind person. I'm funny, I'm I'm smart. I love creatives. Like mm-hmm. I'll work with whoever. Mm-hmm. And they were looking at me like, you can't say that. Like you can't you're not going to work with whoever. You can't work with whoever. <laughs> but, you, but you got to remember. be like, this is dumb. I'm trying to explain, Ghost, is you know why? Because they gave her the money, Ghost. 
They yeah. didn't, but they, that's the thing. But, they didn't. No, but oh, but, but, well. you, but you know what I mean. You're, but you're, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like. Hey, here's a million dollars for you to not work I'm with not all of these people. Dollars, but, <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that they Life gave you. Life would have been a, different, huh, Bridge? It would have been real different. Real I'm different. not saying that they gave you enough money. My my point to people is, once anybody says, "Here, I'm gonna give you fifty thousand dollars," right? As soon as they give you the money, it's like, "I, right, mm. you you cast a check, right? I see you Monday." We go to dinner Monday, and it's like, okay, these are the things that I need you right. to change. And you're like, right. what the fuck are you talking about, bro? You've been around me for a year and a half. I fought to get this deal. You only gave me 50K, and now you're telling me what to do, too? Yeah. That's how it go. Mm -hmm. And then people got to be prepared for that. That's why the white people, you know what they do? They come in with their own budget. They get their budget matched. Mm -hmm. I'm coming in with this, with this girl, with Bridget. I got a million dollars. I'm investing. I already spent. 300,000, yep. that's 1.3 million. She's on the radio. I need you to match that. Mm. So they got to come with the cash. But that's, but that's, but there's also development that comes with that. Y yep. So mm. I didn't have mm -hmm. artist development. My, de my development was a, I, it was a crash course because we didn't anticipate that that the notoriety of me singing in place of Alicia Keys was going to be what it was. Shit, I don't know how y'all ain't figured that shit. I, <laughs> yo, I thought... Because no one no one was even thinking... It was just like, well, they signed a contract with MTV. Alicia and Jay cannot do a televised performance of this song until the VMAs, which was a Sunday, and Jay's 9-11 show was a Friday. Mm. So she, they contractually couldn't oh, do it. Oh, you mean it. that one show you That said. one show. Oh, I thought you... Because didn't you tour with them? I did, but that one but show... That was what happened. Oh, yeah. was My where bad. it was like all of a My sudden bad. now Twitter now Angie Martinez is following me on Twitter and I'm like oh my god you know I'm I'm yeah, I'm young. a new artist yeah. like well Angie and Angie was a hero like yeah. growing up here you know Angie's yeah, a hero Angie's like deal. she was the goat for for she all things like even then like mm -hmm. she was literally up here and I'm like yo she's following me she just she just she just followed me <laughs> like I'm seeing my Twitter numbers start to and I'm like yo what is going on here Twitter was just beginning to pop it Twitter wasn't was even crazy world. like that yeah. And this is when this is like Wild West Twitter. Like this, yo, bro. Two thousand nine was like Wild yo, Wild West Twitter. Yo, so it was just a different. It was just a very. It, it all happened very quickly. And then I go back to work. And then Jay's like, "Hey, I need you have a passport because we're gonna do this. We're gonna do. We're gonna do London with Coldplay. We're gonna open for Coldplay." And I was like, "Never been to London. I have a, I have a passport, but I've never been to London. But okay, I can get there. I can get there." And I was like, he calls me at work, and I'm under the desk, like, "Hey, I I'm at, I have to call you back." He's like, "Where are you?" Like, I'm at my job. Like, <laughs> he why are you? He, pro <laughs> he probably didn't even know he she started. Was he laughed and was like, <laughs> "He laughed." He was like, "Wait, yo, you sad niggas?" They, but they but they <laughs> laughed at me, like, and I'll be yo. like, "People don't be knowing." <laughs> like, yo, he's like, "This nigga's at what?" He's like, they, but they, "That's what he, he was like." Yo, I don't. He's like, "I'm sorry." But they don't understand reality. He said, "Run that back." I was yeah. like, "I'm at work, Jay. I'm at. I have a job." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, all right, well, I just need you in London on Wednesday. Can you get there? Yeah, I'll be there. All right, cool. He's like, yo, and by the way, quit your job. Today's your last day at that job. And I was like, okay. And Did that was the quit? last day of my job. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I got to go. I don't, Respect I'm not going to hold on that one. But, but you, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. People be so high up. They right. don't know. That by the time it filters down, nobody came to Jay and said, this girl, don't, this girl got a job. Because if they would have came to him... He would have did what he said, like, yo, she what, what the fuck did she got a job for? But they didn't think about that. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, it just wasn't, but also we didn't we didn't have the rapport then at, at that moment either. Do you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. To understand yeah. kind of what that even meant. So mm. that's why I say there there are moments where I'm like, damn, as as incredibly grateful as I am to have been a part of so many of those timeless moments, 
there's still that element for my career that I think st- that I think stunted me because it also painted this picture that I was already established, right? Mm. We didn't have any we had three records recorded when we did that. We didn't have any people were all these different outlets were hitting Jana up, Jana Fleischman, shout out to Jana. Yeah. Um shout out to Jana Fleischman. Like she teamwork miss teamwork make the dream work. Yeah, she's mm. she's she's a beast. That's where I got Love that from her. 15 years ago. Love that her. was her model. And and people all these different outlets were hitting her up for interviews and she would ask us like, you know, do you want to do this? Like do and I'm like I don't really have anything to say. I haven't recorded any music. I don't know what my music sounds like. I don't know when it, when anything and is coming out. And you being rebellious about the type of music. And I don't know what. So, and so, here's the thing. That was her way too. She, she and I was like, like I don't, I don't, have, know, I don't know what to tell people. I don't people. know what to do. <laughs> I know they were sitting up there like I don't know what to oh, tell anybody. They was melting like why so is she Jana, doing this? <laughs> no. So Jana literally she was like, well, she was like, the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. So if you want to mm. do something and you start doing these interviews about this. Everything is going to have to follow suit. Otherwise, we all look crazy. Yeah. yeah. So then we were in Norway on tour. We were doing spot dates and we were in Norway. And I'm backstage with Beyonce. And she literally says, what is it that you want to do? And I'm like, I want to do, I want to fuse Brandy and Pink. If I could fuse those two Beyonce things. Beyonce actually did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've said, I want to fuse Brandy and Pink. That's who I, that's who I, that's who I see myself as an artist. I want, I want big stadium rock guitars. I want all that. I want all that hard shit. And then I, and, but I still want, I still want a, a hip hop baseline. I still need R and B vibes. I still mm. need stack vocals. I still like all. I'm laying it out. I I'm laying it out. And what did B say? And she stood there nodding, and she said, "Okay." She was like, "Send me a list of producers you want to work with, and we'll get you in with them." Every single producer I asked for after that, they put me in with. They weren't happy with the shit that came out, but they still did it. They still honored my request. And put me in with the people I wanted to work be, with. Be honored your request? Yes. <laughs> she did. <laughs> the she queen. Did. Not, not they. B sat down and said, you know what? Yeah. She was like, she I know. Around, she, she was said, like, I know y'all, I I know y'all think, I know y'all think Dark Child is the move, but she's asking for Linda Perry. Maybe we should just see what happens. Put her in with Linda boy, Perry. That's a standard Virgo. Boy, that Beyonce. You, 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 you didn't catch what she Ooh. said. I know Dark, she's like. I want her to go in that direction. I know Rodney, I'm, I'm I know Rodney Jerkins is the but, one. We but, know. Yeah, we, like, know not, we know Rodney. We know. But like, let, let her do her thing. That's me. Oh, oh. That Beyonce is special, boy. Let me tell you something. If it does work, you know what B would have said? Because I would have said the same thing. I didn't think this was going to work. Salute to you. You proved me wrong. You know what B could say, too? And I'm assuming. And, and I, and I don't like it. to do the assumption. Again. I, I hate this shit. Yeah. But you know what she could have been saying? Maybe I wanted to do what I wanted to do. So maybe if it did, it doesn't She's work for her. kindred spirit. And maybe if it doesn't work for her, we have enough money and power to let this girl do what she wants to do. That's a So why are we not going to do that? I it, mean, I think it was people just... People dream of that. But it was also clear that that's what I wanted. If, she, what if she had asked me that and I didn't have an answer, I think the response would have been different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You I need knew, to go on with Rodney. I knew exactly... Yeah. Right. It would have been like, nah, you doing R&B music. This is a, this is an easy call. <laughs> it's a fucking easy call. Like, no, carry on. B is really a nice person. Like, but she's an it. artist, it, so yeah. it's like I'm I'm a I'm a young female artist telling another female artist who is at the top of her fucking game what I wanted, yeah. who I am, and how I want to sound, and what we're actually doing. And then we actually got to spend time together after that, so it corroborated what my request was, and she kind of understood. We'd be backstage listening to. Question, how long did it Radiohead. take for the Hard wheels to, to start turning fast when you made the request to... It, oh, I mean, to... I was on tour for like another nine months after that, so oh, okay. it didn't so happen until it, way after that. Mm, but okay. no, I mean, it just... Listen, I think now my... I feel I feel bad for artists that 
don't have a chance to develop before they get the exposure because there's so much more pressure because everything is lightning fast What now. do you think Glorilla's going through? Because she just shot up seemingly out of nowhere, got this single. I see her. They're trying to put her all over the place. Can you understand what she's going through in her shoot? I mean, I think she's gotten some really major. Co- I think the record with Cardi has has yes. has bought her a lot of time. That mm-hmm. see see that word, y'all. It's bought t- her that's some time. time. What what do you mean by time? It's bought her some time. He, go go for it too, S. I mean, she she she's right because if she would have just had the first record, she she's done. Yeah, she's the one hit wonder. But now she got the record. She got Cardi B on it. She has an endorsement by somebody that's really major. Me- yeah. Mega. She has time to find herself because we know she's gonna make money for the label right. now. Mm-hmm. You guarantee, and she's gonna get another project. Right. Exposure that's what's to buying her. Well, time. she's and she's yeah. also getting the recognition from like BET awards, yes. BET hip hop mm. awards. Like but she's being. She's being noticed, so Got that you. that will also help buy her some time, so mm-hmm. that it, that when it when it is time for her to release something else, they'll, they'll still she'll be ready. But, but she might not even know what's honestly, going on. What's going on right now? That's fair. She could be in the hurricane in the eye, though. She might not know until at, until when it's all settling down. Oh shit! I got to get back to work. Think about Bobby Schmurder when he had hot nigga. He, he didn't out, know what happened. He came out later and said. I didn't even know what was going on. I was just going with the flow. I I I really didn't even take this shit seriously. It happened to Bobby Smurda. I mean, said. I, I mean, I think that's what hap- that's what's happening with Ice Spice. I think yeah. that's what's happening with her is that it's all happening so quickly mm-hmm. that her but like her buzz in the drill world is major, but mm-hmm. outside of that, where there's nothing. It's it's. I was just talking to I was just talking to him about her two days ago. I swear to God, and I said, yo, her buzz is already going down. He was like, no, no, no. She got another record. I said, do you know the name of the record? No. I said, because we didn't know we didn't know her from nothing, and we knew about Munch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't know the other record. You know what I'm saying? And that goes to show, like, people don't know understand marketing. Right. People don't understand spending money where it needs to be spent. They don't even know why their record is blowing up. They think it's for a whole other reason. They just it's think not. it's good luck. So Most when you got to do it again. Well, you do, well, I mean, it's it's when you are an artist, you're only sometimes when you have tunnel vision, the only objective is to strike gold, right? Yeah, of course. And so you're not even. It's not really. It shouldn't be her job to figure out how to make that last. How to keep that really? fire going? No. I mean, I don't think it should be her job. I don't think it should be the should artist's be job? job to just make the music. You think that's just enough? Yes, because otherwise you end up making what you think other people are gonna like. That's gonna sustain you versus making some shit you actually fuck with, and then you're bored, and then you're over it, and then what? I, I think as a young artist that works, but as you grow up and for longevity purposes and maturity purposes, you got to be able to be very conscious of this is what the system works. This is what I can do for myself. And this is what's also needed to keep this shit going. If you so choose to want to be an ongoing artist, I, I don't think you can have blinders on for 20 years and just no, be like, no, no, I don't think it's blinders, yeah. but I think you can make a decision pretty early on. If you're mm. going to participate in the machine and you're going to be a commercial mm-hmm. artist, or you're going to be, or you're going to be a, like a real grassroots, grassroots artist, artist that does okay. like a Russ who will sell out and and he sell sold out records, right? Yeah. Or, His skin color is very different. It's very different. He's clear. <laughs> Look at Bridget's face. <laughs> He's clear. He's also a man. You know what I'm saying? You think, um, that, you think that plays a part? Absolutely. I think women could sell out faster than the men. It costs less. 
Right. Oh yeah, it costs way less oh, for the yeah, mat. Okay, oh, yo, she bad. was about she was about to look yo, up a machine no, no, gun. No, no, no. Explain that though, <laughs> because, because people it. don't know that. No, it costs a lot less money for a man to get up. A man can you could throw. And so if you wanted to just go on stage like this, I can like go on this, stage like this. You can go on stage just With like some this. Some hot sneakers on. Give it's me the over. microphone. That's I'm it. lit. That's it. Turn it on. What is That's what it. is required for a woman artist? Everything. Minimum. Go on. No, go go through what you had to go through with your for a live show. Yes. Makeup. And not cheap makeup. No, you, you no, she's serious business. No, $1, makeup. $1, at least makeup. Minimum. Makeup. You're paying a day rate. Yeah, I won't even. I won't even do a show. I'll say a press day, a press day Go for, for hair and makeup. Day. You're looking easily ten grand mm-hmm. for hair and makeup. That's before you get to wardrobe, mm-hmm. which which you may or may not have a have a wardrobe change depending on how long you got to sit in the car. If something gets wrinkled, they'll sw- they'll swap it yep. out. Yep. So you have to have three looks for the day. Yeah. A lot of stylists, if you're not, if they're not going to be with you for the whole day, because the stylist, most stylist day rates are outrageous. Yeah. Seven thousand. Seven to ten thousand for yeah. the day. For the day. For, for the, the day. day. Freaking robbery. So they may, so they may not. It's it's not really robbery when you think about it. Because a lot of Crystal them, streets, they not robbing you. Lo- they making your they a lot of them. A lot, if, if why is it not robbery? Give me the the intricacies on why it's not robbery. Because depending on who you are, and mm-hmm. depending on if you have a name or not, sometimes the stylist has to pull favors mm-hmm. with relationships that they have, which may or may which may or may not work depending on who they are. If they're not a famous artist, that used to happen to me constantly. Mm. We would we would actually. Have to go, have to pay the extra bread to a, a more established stylist with the relationships. Get we're paying for the relationships. We're not just paying for the. You're not paying for for the that clothes because most of the time you don't keep the clothes. Sometimes you do, but mm. if you're someone like a Lizzo, Lizzo's customizing most of her clothes. Yeah. J Lo is tailoring most of her clothes. B is tailoring most of her clothes. Serena Williams. These are women that are curvy women. You're tailoring this, so you have to purchase this. These are customized things. So you're looking at the price that you're looking at having to purchase what the clothes actually cost, which is mm. thousands of dollars, and you're having to pay for somebody to tailor it and customize it for you. Mm-hmm. And then you're also paying somebody to put a whole rack of things together that that are that are even able to be customized. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving the for breakdown. a press day. Yeah. You're looking at twenty thousand dollars, and you may not even keep the clothes. So you're so and you for still a gotta woman, eat, you still gotta eat, and you still gotta eat. You, gotta you still have a car you gotta, service. Yeah. You gotta entertain the people. You're in a car after your after yeah. thing. There's a dinner. There's you're a whole other thing. There's you're looking mm-hmm. at three to four wardrobe, wardrobe changes a day. You're looking at having to to touch makeup up. Depending on I'm I'm always hot, so I'm sweating. So if I had a wig, if I had a wig on, sometimes you gotta touch stuff up. There's just things that you have to be prepared for. As a woman. As a woman that costs way more money. And it's no shade to and Russ. That, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Russ could just throw his hair in a fucking messy bun and, and call it a day. He can. And, perf- and, and he does. And jewelry on. He can. And he does. You know he what can. I mean? He'll have a nice Casablanca shirt on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll still give you, he'll still like let you know he, he got, got coin. He's still going to get his shit off. He's still going to get his shit off. But ultimately, his, like, his, he can just show up. Women can't do that. No, of course not. So it's like... The cost, the cost of it is just different. But I think someone like an Ice Spice, I really hope that she has a team around her that's like, yo, Halloween. Co- you know who gave her a fucking out, Lizzo, when she did a when she did a month of uh, Ice Spice Halloween costume. Mm. Lizzo bought her some time. She bought a little. Those, yeah. well, those kinds of moments and looks are yeah. like, all right, cool. So now people have dressed up. Now there's now you have a signature look. So what's next? Why is that? Why don't we have? She can't wear it like that because it's gonna get played out. And when mm. she puts her hair straight, she looks like Lotto. Yeah, she ha- well, what she I'm- looks like Lotto's yeah. twin freaking sister. Yeah, she do. Well, she looks I'm, just like Lotto. I love the I love the carrot top. Why don't we have carrot top merch? Why don't we have everybody should have everybody should have some shit with that. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a cartoon face, her anything. Man- maybe her management is young, which is what I was gonna a- yeah. a- ask you. Do you think that 
I'm, gl I'm glad you brought that up. It's crazy. Do you think that if Alaska was a more experienced manager at the time that had found you, mm -hmm. do you think that things would have been different? For, for your career, no, I think what I don't think being new, I don't think being new makes that much of a difference. Okay. And I only say that because I look at the Ebs of the world that started with Cole, and mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like I don't think the newness of it matters. I think that I Ebe think is a very Ebe is a very rare case that has started where he was and stayed with Cole, and Cole is a very Stephen Victor special person. Stephen Victor too. Okay. He was also new, and look at the waves that he's made. Um, Anthony Soleil. Okay. Same situation, and he's he has made a name for himself, and he's my age. Okay. So I'm there's plenty of managers that that worked their way up to get, but didn't necessarily have all of the chops or even a mentor. If we're being honest, not everybody has mentors. No, I never had. Mm -hmm. Never had. So well, mm -hmm. me either. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like all those things considered, with all of the odds stacked against a lot of them, they've managed to make it make it work. I think what what really negatively impacted me was. The relationship dynamic between him and Tata. Tata and the guys, and I think because he started as an intern, that was just the natural ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. That was just the natural ebb and flow of the relationship. And it's not to say they didn't respect each other, but I do think that there were some moments where it's like if there was if there was ever to be an ego battle or a pissing contest, he, he can he is in, you know what I'm saying he, can't, he, he, he could, can't do nothing. He about can't really it. do anything about it. And so I I felt like in in those moments it was like. He would always, we would always get sunned for that reason. Mm. Like there would always, if 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 we push back and we didn't agree, it's like, bro, you come on, you was you you got money now. You was my intern, right? And you got money now. And, it, and chill, like you're being like, emotional. You gotta, like trust us, right? Like just trust me. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Versus had he not had really known him that well at all, and it was just kind of like a different style of respect. It would have been a, it would have been a different approach. I think approach. Yeah. That's it would have been word. a different approach. Respect wasn't the right word. Yeah, because no, I don't. Right I don't think. I think there was a lack him. of respect. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't respect. But it was definitely. Was it was. De it's definitely a different approach. It just is. It's like, you know, you surpass the. It's like it's like you sur It's like you being a college athlete, and you make it to the league, and now you coming back to like to talk to your. You know what I mean? It's to. to kind of talk to your coach and the coach is like what, what are you doing? talking about I made you like what are you <laughs> how dare you you're yeah. right like how dare you who do you think you are like she's a sports fuck person fuck out of here we, we no, we, yeah we into sports sorry no ain't nothing wrong with that it's like you know imagine imagine you playing imagine you playing you playing NCAA and then you make it you become LeBron James and you try to come back and talk to coach K and he's like <laughs> he's like down. yo chill pipe down bro you know what I'm saying yeah. it's just just like that was that to me is kind of the the relationship you, you seem like you might you might relate to Bobby Knight then a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. You Bobby. throw chairs on, on the court. Definitely throw chairs. Yeah, you do. Definitely throw chairs. We got to get emotional. games together. Oh, we're we going to some games. I mean, I'm here. March Madness, I'm with it. Um, well, Mandy. We went to the Sweet 16 because you know my man, he coaches for Seton Hall. Oh, I didn't know that. And they made the run to the final eight when he was with St. St. Peter's last year. my best friend in the world. That's so the time Hollywood. when we seen them Jade and Ivy play. And you was yeah, like, we, oh, shit. Yeah, we got the tickets. We went to the Sweet 16. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, shit was, shit was crazy. I would, yeah, I'd be down to go. They beat Purdue and all of that. Um, do you got a manager now? No. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, no. when was your spotlight moment in the podcast world? And when did you start like saying, oh, we making money? Did it happen right away or it took some moment? Oh, no. We had to leave. We had to leave the JBN before we had any real idea about how much money we could make. So y'all wasn't making yeah. no money there with um, Joe Biden? I won't say no money. I won't say no money, but okay. definitely not. Is... Definitely not what we... What we uh, what we agreed would be the minimum that we would see in our first year, based on when when we did you become under. aware that the potential of financial growth was really available outside of that network or overall? 
and podcasting, period. Yeah. Um, what, what was a moment where you're like, hold on, what? We supposed to, and I'm not even talking about between him, just the understanding of the money, flow. money's yeah. coming. Yeah. I, I can make a living off of this shit. Um, I mean, honestly, knowing Mandy. Knowing yeah. Mandy and watching how she how she maneuvers in the in the in the broadcast media space and and watching how she has figured out her niche, she's carved out a lane for herself that's very specific and regardless of competition or anything else, she is 100% focused on her audience. And yeah. I think that to me is is what makes her the monster that she is in the space. Mm -hmm. So it, so for me being in close proximity to her, I was like, "Oh shit, okay, this is a no-brainer." No brainer. She knows what she's doing. When we talked about the, the audience, the demographic that we were looking to target, the, the topics that we wanted to cover, the things that we knew would be kind of controversial because we don't see eye to eye on a lot of different things. <laughs> Doesn't sound like us. Yeah, we yeah, disagree we on almost eye, everything. Oh, you sound like us. Mandy nothing. and I disagree on almost everything. She said, she said me and you are just alike. Yeah. And her and him are just yep. alike. Mm -hmm. Mandy, Mandy has a totally different perspective and a different, a different life path. Like she's mm -hmm. walked a completely different path than I have. So for the two of us to come together and love each other the way we do as friends too, it's like, mm -hmm. this is actually the perfect mix and the perfect dynamic, the perfect, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, uh, chemistry for on-camera activity and conversation because one, we're never in competition with each other because mm -hmm. we we just, we could never, she could never compete with me, I could never compete with her in the respective worlds that we come from. Mm -hmm. And there's such a level of respect and understanding for the value that we both bring that it's like, no, there's no way... And watching and, and watching the dy the dynamic with her and her other co-host, like whether they're personally at odds or not, they they their Work. chemistry on the on stage when they perform, their chemistry on their like it's to me it's 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 unreal, and I've never seen anything like it. So I think partnering with Mandy was really when I knew like all right, cool, she she knows she got a vision, she got a vision, and there's and there's no there's no there's no right or wrong way to do it, right? Podcasting is still. Relatively new. It's, pot, it's, pot, it's called potting, right? Is that yeah, potting is new. It's yeah. it's a, it's still a relatively new. It's you know ten it years is, old maybe. If it's that like, much. If that. So people are still people are literally building the plane as they fly it. Everybody yeah. is. So yeah. to see the the few people that we have seen be successful at it, Mandy is one of those women to me that I'm like, all right, cool. This is a th we can we can like we can remix this this model a little mm -hmm. bit to make to customize and make it work for our, for us. And hopefully, oh, kick the door open and hold the door open for anybody else that wants to come through and and feels like they have you know something. What about the spotlight? Add. When did that? Because you mentioned the spotlight being on an artist. When did that podcast spotlight hit you? Like, oh, I mean, I don't even think it's. I don't. I, I don't yet? think it's hit me yet. No. Mm, okay. Mm -mm. I mean, we're we're gearing up to do our first. We're gonna do a couple city tour at the top of the year, Ooh, which is let's gonna be go. great. We're gonna do a, so a one gonna, live show. We got on deck for next year. It's gonna be cool. To me, I'm gonna come fuck with y'all. I'm just yeah. gonna come and see y'all shit. I'm just it's gonna, gonna come be fun. Support. Well, I mean, and we're gonna have live music element. So I'll perform. We'll get other Ooh. artists to perform as well. We're gonna have DJ sets. Um, a lot of it's gonna be focused on. You look like you can DJ. No. Mm mm. You know he can I'm actually not, DJ. I'm not yes. I'm okay. not technologically savvy in, in the in the slightest. Like don't ask me really? to work Serato. No. I will I will oh, absolutely no, no. fuck shit up. No, I can make I'm a playlist. I'm not technologically savvy. I'm the worst I'm the technologically worst. savvy. No, I'm no, worst. you're not worse than me. Trust <laughs> oh, me. It's a competition. I only now. got the Serato. I can work the Serato and everything. That's all I could do. We know I'm the worst technologically savvy person probably in the entire content space. Yeah, no, I'm horrible. So I, I mean, I can make a playlist. I have music knowledge, but yeah, it's not huh. gonna, it's not gonna. No, I'm not a DJ. Mm -mm. Mm. But those, those things to me are what I look forward to. But I don't think by any means we're we're at that place yet. Which, 
is a great thing for me because I'm getting to I'm getting to take the steps that I that I wanted to take in music in mm, podcasting to where I have time to learn. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. I'm learning. I I was happy to be able to have the first year of the podcast be under an, a veteran podcaster who, know, yeah. who knows who knows the importance of aesthetic and the quality of cameras and microphones mm-hmm. and post production and to be people to come don't in understand and start the that, science of that no, alone to come in and, and start with that level of expertise was was, was yeah. incredible did blessing again. did it again you and did I was it like I don't want to do this you know what else <laughs> you did you it? I was like, let whoa, me start whoa, over too. <laughs> You, 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 you skipped the... I, I skipped understand skip, what I said. The, the 280? I skipped some steps. Because when we started, <laughs> I remember we first shot with this one camera dude. And I was like, he was like, you didn't know. He's like, this shit fine. I was like, yo, that shit going in the trash. He's like, why? The camera's not like, white nah, balance. This is garbage. This uh, is absolutely like, horrible. like, we're orange. You can hear the this AC. Was, I was fucking terrible. <laughs> I was like, it looks good. It's, I said, it's my everything. I said, bro, you will get laughed at. When I'm talking about, it was orange. You know when it came, orange. It was, yeah, it was bad. The AC mic placement was terrible. It was. It was. And I was used to a certain <laughs> level. I'm like, yo, bro, we can't do Bridget. this. Like, nah, this ain't no way. Bridget, nah. Bridget, it was. Terrible. And then I said, don't worry, we'll take care of it. I was That's fixing wild. it, tweaking it. it he was, said, what are you doing? I said, bro, when this shit get uh, the the hardest part was getting the people to see it right. everything else was easy right i was like he's like what are we gonna talk about i said don't worry he's like i don't, I said, don't worry you good you good you good in, in three <laughs> in three years i think i've made great strides in three years because i used to have to drink on camera as if people could see me live like yeah. i was like I, I didn't know nothing i'd never been well, in to, front yeah, of a microphone i was always doing business business yeah. business mm-hmm. Always helping the people create, yeah. but after one year, a year, no, a year, maybe a year and a couple months, yeah, we did a show, and that was the first time that I went viral talking about Stephen A. Smith. And when we left the show, I, I always say this: I'll be like, "Yo, I forgot that the camera was on." Yeah, I was like, he was like, "I, I bet this is gonna be the best show." Yeah. And from that point, I was never worried about camera. Now I'd be like, yo, cut that motherfucker on. Yo, yo you know what I'm saying? Yo, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, let's go for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I had I had really incredible media training. So I, and there's certain mm. things that I know that I remember even early on in the, the space nuances. of being she like, nah. Reagan. She started out with Jay-Z. She jumped in the pod with Joe Buttons. I she had media like, training. I was traveled like, the world. I was Records. It's definitely Chico Records. While, while having a regular job. I had a job. Nah, yeah. and no, and the story of the life is Jay Z said, "Hey, yo, by the way, quit your job." Quit your job. Yeah, yo, who get? Nah, you're not going back to. That's a real story. Tell tell him fake Jay story. You're not going back. To, you're not going back to your job. Tell him the fake Jay story that everybody says. Oh in yeah, because um, you know the famous story when he was trying to get on in the music business, so he came to Def Jam with a duffel bag mm-hmm. of money mm-hmm. to coerce. You heard the story. Yes. He he's like, so I tell people, you know, people really believe that, and. In his mind, it just infuriates his brain cells <laughs> that they believe that. But remember what you said earlier. They rather believe the fantasy than yeah. the work. What's a better story than the drug dealer from Brooklyn who's struggling oh, brings a duffel bag of money. I'm going to tell you why the story is so wet. Listen, chill. Yeah. Ahead, right. And he brings the money and they're like, <laughs> yo, we cultivated. And then out of nowhere, he's married to Beyonce. It's a great movie. Let me tell you why the story is so wet now. <laughs> So the greatest rapper of all time got on because of money and no. not talent. See, you Wait, talking about no. the, the, the purest, that's not what happened though. No, can I say what no, I'm gonna no, say? No, no, because you know, I just no, listen, you listen, 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 no, listen, listen to this. Le- Kevin Lyle said, I'm not taking the money. Right. See, that's the part. 
He didn't take the money. Whether he did or not, I don't know. That's none of my business. But that story is, oh, he tried. Irv Gotti bought Jay-Z. We know that, though. You know that. She know that. The world don't know that. Everybody knows Irv Gotti, whether you like him or not. Irv Gotti bought Mm Jay-Z and DMX to Def Jam. That's how he got his Murder, Inc. deal with Ja Rule. That's the truth. But now with Irv's fuckery with Ashanti, no one's going to want to believe that but, story. But that's cool. But no, shit. I don't think I'm that's just, true. I think, people, think so? people believe the story. He made Ashanti. People believe like, the come story. come on. But I'm, I'm just saying. People, people, I, I mean, people knew, but again, you're talking about an era of, of the music industry where no one, there's there's no, no one around to thank you, to, 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 corroborate to, to, corro- to corroborate. That's well, what no, I'm telling you. There, no, there were people there to corroborate the story. Yeah. There are plenty they're, they're of people. Insiders, like they're all insiders. So it's like there's so the, nobody but in the outside world who's going to tell you different. Yeah, but if it, but if it isn't true, people will people would come out and say it's that's not true. That's not how that shit went down. But and most, they could say it now, and we and we would question it. Like, damn, really? But you know why people believe that story? You know who told the story? Kevin Lyles. Right. So now they're like the executive. Now, do I knowing what I know from the business? Yeah. He could have been juicing it to He's sell. He's a the, marketing genius, of course. But no one knows this outside <laughs> of the music business. Him, Steve Stout. There's another guy yeah. named uh, 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 what's my other man's name? Uh, 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 I know uh, you, Sincere Thompson. Yes, these are people wow. that's been doing this for years. Yeah. Okay, Sincere Thompson was the first black dude. I always say that was got rich off of promo marketing. Steve Stout. But you know what's offensive? About, I'm gonna Stop. tell you. No, I'm going to tell you what's offensive. You're great at keeping secrets. And in the music industry, everyone's great at keeping (laughs) secrets. And now he's upset that people don't know the secrets that all the people that are great at keeping secrets at. No, I didn't get to my point. I didn't get to my point. You know why I cut you off then? I I didn't get to my point. Get to your point then. Because it's, it's all these music purists mm. all the music purists yeah. want to believe that jay-z dropped the record he threw it up on the shit the djs picked it up and said oh it's it's, it's, it's right on the wall jay-z you're fucking dope i'm gonna i'm gonna make you a, a big star jay-z right yeah. so everything that jay-z says is, is, is fucking true you're that's the problem that no. i have with it so now the purists mm. who don't want to pay money right who don't believe in promo and marketing right. who don't want to give a dj in the club one dollar to play that record is gonna say well jay-z up with a bag of money and that's how the greatest rapper of all time got his deal that's what y'all purist is gonna say but when i but say you know people love being hypocritical <laughs> you know that that Sadly. is the most ridiculous thing it Jay-Z is ridiculous it with a bag of money jay so jay, so it is ridiculous. Play, no even if you got to the story of kevin lyle saying i didn't take the money where's the part of the story is the nigga is was that talented though right. why like like right. y'all are not jay-z so if Jay-Z, this this would be scary to me, rappers. Mm-hmm. If Jay-Z being the greatest rapper of all time had to show up with a bag of money, how y'all think y'all getting on? Well, I, what I, are we talking about? I mean, if, if all it took was money, there exactly, would be a lot more famous rapper. He's rappers. the greatest nigga of all time. But, so if a nigga just dropped the bag off, and that's how, yo, I'm going to take you serious. I'm not going to take your whack. money. You know what I'm not going to do? I'm, I'm not going to take this cash. Which we know is not true in the music business. You show up with a bag of cash. I don't even fuck if they're giving you the deal or not. That they're money's taking gone. the cash. Are they taking the cash, Bridget? They're taking the cash. They're taking the cash. They're taking the cash. <laughs> so your whole monkey ass story is dumb. Yeah, Kevin Lyle's story. It, it's dumb. Yeah. It's because people but believed you know it. Here's the problem. It can't be dumb because it sold the legend. Let me Do- say this. The story's not dumb. The fact that people want to believe people these that. stories. Yes. Not people Kevin believing Lyle's, that about, about not Jay, the strategy. I think 
Not the strategy, not Kevin, because let's be correct, that's mm -hmm. not dumb. The fact that people believe these things right. and will say, I will never pay for nothing. Let me tell you the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Let me tell you the dumbest shit. People still I, say they won't pay? What? Yo, when we get off this case, oh, please. We know, we know a guy that makes 300K a month and won't pay for nothing. 200. Let's three. Why you got to throw the sauce on? It's 200. Okay. It's 200. You won't believe 200. Makes 200K doing what? Got it. In, in, in his business. Got it. In his and, business. And, 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 and I, I tell him, like, yo, you know, certain things that Slide you got to pay for. Slide a little bit here and yo, there to pay take, for the care promoter. Of, take care of people. When people say pay, let's get this right. We're not saying pay radio DJ, radio guy. They always, that's I mean, the only you, thing. you can still do that. Yeah, but you can Because their salaries do. are not yeah, great. Yeah. Yo, Bridget. It, not, they're not great. <laughs> they're not great. Thank you, Bridget. We know that. Like, Thank you, Bridget. Stop. That's the shit. But that's the shit that used that's to bother me. That's the shit that's annoying to me. Where people, artists are kind of like, nah, they're good. And I only know that because because artists treated me that way when I was signed. Other people treated me that way when I was signed to Rock Nation. Got you. And would ask me for shit I didn't have. Like, oh, you good. ain't got, you ain't. We're backstage. You ain't got that kind of money? What you mean? You Rock Nation. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, no, Rock, I'm, I'm Rock Nation. I'm not Jay-Z. I'm Bridget <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> I am not Jay-Z. I'm Bridget Kelly. We are not the same. This is the point. But they don't, they, no, they don't believe in it. And when I introduced this to, and I, I don't know what y'all talk about on y'all podcast and stuff because people be like your first thing. When I introduced this to Potten when we was on another the show. The perspective of the, the business. The perspective yes. of the business mm -hmm. side of it and telling the truth. Mm -hmm. they, they couldn't take it. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and I always sit there and say, when y'all doing this music, when we're Potten, he's on the camera, he's directing. Mm -hmm. We love to do this shit, but we want to make money. Yeah. Right? So... Why are these DJs that are taking your club, your record in the club, going to spin it, going to make you popular, so what? You can go do what? You can go make some money. Right. Mm. How are they going to make their money? They want to be there for free, and they and they just tell me. Well, there's there's two sides to it, right? Mm -hmm. Because on the one hand, you can't, you can't be so entitled that you don't think you have to pay for things. But the other side of that is because most of these DJs have gone without being paid for so long, now they're jacking up the price yeah. for some artists that really ain't got it. Mm. And everybody Ooh. is out here, everybody is out here faking struggling. until they make it yeah. and struggling for real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So ultimately it's like if that's the if that's the one commonality is that we don't all have it. You know what we're all doing? Then it's then we're, then how do we get to a place where then I can respectfully be like, yo, I can only I can only throw you like like a buck fifty. I, I don't have bread really like happening. that. Is that and I've seen I've seen it happen where DJs would be like, "Fuck out of here! What am I going What am I going to do to buck fifty? That's, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's that's how much that's that's going to cover my that's going to cover my my storage. My weed, um, that's going to cover weed. my storage on my laptop for yeah, one month. Yeah, Fuck yeah. you mean? I mean, essentially, we're all robbing each other just to maintain. Right. That's, and but we but maintain, we know, but everybody knows that's that not now. True. No, no. With, what we're I'm not saying, all robbing each other. No, no, no. In in the, in the sense of not everyone has the money. Right. So we're all plucking money from each other just to maintain right. at a certain scale. That's right. really what's going on. Instead of saying, hey, if we all really... We're not, we're not doing it deliberately to, it's not to, a deliberate to, like, thing. to fuck each other over. It's not like that. It's not meant to destroy he, he, anybody. You heard how she said the 150, right? Mm -hmm. It's because the bills is real. Right. So whoever that person's paying that 150 or whatever, they got to pluck it from somebody else. And essentially all we're doing you is pluck plucking 150. No, listen, listen to <laughs> 150. Nothing. You ain't plucking that from nothing. That's just that's weed he, money. He what are we about? But he what I believe know, that everyone I'm, has money. I know I don't. Yo. yo no, I don't. 150 but I have a belief. And what, that's a, that's an argument Mandy and I get into all the time. 
Where she's like, well, $30 at IHOP is a lot on a, is, is nothing on a date. I said, Mandy. How, what you said? She said $30, spending $30 at IHOP was nothing. That should be nothing. To go on it, to take somebody on a date, $30 is nothing. If you don't, and I was like, $30 at, at IHOP, depending on where you live, could be a lot. <laughs> depending on where you live. Like, we live in a fucking bubble. New York is a bubble. It is it is expensive as shit to live here. Like, we are yeah. not, We this is not normal living for most people. Mm-hmm. Like. Ooh. It's just not. You have to consider that. So in my mind, I think about our, everybody at some degree to some, even if we're not struggling, we're all trying to figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And there's no grace granted on either side for that process. Interesting. And for that time. And for that time, most rappers' jewelry is fake. We know yeah. that. So if a rapper was fake... What's the fake, percentile? Yo, my shit never fake. So a rapper... I said rapper. <laughs> no, most no, rappers' not jewelry podcaster. is fake. So, not podcaster. <laughs> Podcasters got real jewelry. The majority of podcast jewelry I've seen is, is real. Podcasters got real jewelry that than rappers. Oh. Wild. Bridget. Wow. My how the Where's game has changed. Yo, ghost, ghost, I'm wearing my jewelry next week. My how the game has changed. My how the game has changed. We should give me a camera next week, ghost. I'm wearing all my jewelry. I never got a rock chain. Oh, you told you never her got and never chain? gave her no, a rock chain? No, I never chain? got a Rockefeller chain. Because it wasn't Rockefeller. It was Rock Nation. Oh, it was a Rock Nation chain. There was no but Rock Fab Nation chain. Fab wasn't chains. there when it was Rockefeller. Fab got Rockefeller chain. Fucking Yo Gotti. But, but you know what? That chain shit started after all of that time. That's I'm true. I'm going to be real. Gifting people chains and doing all of this stuff after because the Rockefeller chain is now a classic charm. Yeah. So he he gave it to people, but not everybody. Back then, like, like niggas got to understand that at the time when we were doing this, like doing this shit, you had to have your own. Yeah. Like Gene Nelson told you why I am the way I am because it was goons all over the business. I was by myself. I was walking around with a bulletproof vest and a gun just to protect myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a but totally different time. But the game was rugged. Like how you were, y'all just But you said, had to have, you had to have your shit. If you got caught, if you got caught yeah. with anything fake, it didn't have to go viral. <laughs> it was over. You was finished. <laughs> you was finished. If Bridget, if I came to Bridget and said, yo, Bridget, yo, you know this nigga Bleak shit fake? Yeah. Bleak finished. He finished. Yeah, it was He finished. finished. You don't need no viral. It was not accepted. Yeah. Anything which I think, you had. Which I think was also the value of, of presenting somebody with a chain too was because even if you wear nothing else and you have this one, you know that you have one that's real. Because yeah. I will say, and I'm not going to name, <laughs> I'm not... I'm not in the I'm not in the business of outing people's oh, no, jewelry situation no, and I'm not pocket watching. No, no. But I definitely there have been a couple rappers that I have hugged and it's like usually the clanking. There, there was no there was no noise. There was nothing such clanking no until noise. this new shit. There was no this noise. This new shit is listen, the listen, first thing to listen, clank. Listen, I never listen, heard listen, clanking. Listen, there was no noise there was on the, the there was no noise on the it it just it was. Apologize to bleak. Why? Yeah, all he was doing was making an example. Memphis Bleak has real jewelry. And if he did not, then he would have gotten clowned and yes. everybody would have known. That's that was not what, said, what he was saying. Trust me, my nigga. Trust me. Yeah, like, that's he, he not... He doesn't think people are dumb. That was no, the board. I'm dumb. not yeah. saying that people are not dumb. I just give people credit. No, no, I no. No, no, no. Did you see? I I said, you're gonna, I said, I'm using an example. Oh, no, no, no. We can't. Nigga, I made an example. Everyone is dumb. And nigga said, I was... Listen, Memphis Bleak jewelry is real. All right. Say it, was, it with respect. It was only an example of if it wasn't at right. the time of me, yeah. when me and Bridget was in the studio, living studio yeah. life. It would not have been accepted right. like it is now. Nowadays, you can hug somebody. You can usually tell when somebody has a lot of chains on and it's heavy. The, the hug is different <laughs> because it's heavy. 
And I've hugged a couple rappers with a lot of chains, and that shit was not heavy. But I don't it was understand. a light load. It was a light load. I don't understand the clank, the the whole clanking of the jewelry. That lets us know that it's either not real or it's not weighted. Well, there's a and, difference and of it's clank. Okay. It's a different of clank because chains chains that rub together will make noise, but it's, it's more. It's a sound. It's I'm not, not a clank. The sound. It's a. I'm talking about it's, the it's clank. hollow clank. It's the hollow. Yeah, clank. I'm talking about like, the, like, the, 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 the actual clank, like a cowbell clank. Yeah. But it's yeah. on. It's on the camera. And they still moving the jewelry around, and I'm like, your shit is trash jewelry, and you're blending your, yes. you, you acting like oh. the clanking sound is popping. It's not popping, y'all. No, yeah. it doesn't sound good. It's it's trash. No, what it's... about when Ocho Cinco said all his jewelry was fake and nobody, because I think because everybody knew he could afford it, and he was just like, I'd rather just have the presentation. Football players get a pass. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Right, but you see what he said? Rappers are not allowed to have that fake jewelry. That's why we he, don't, you we don't, don't get a pass. We no, don't no, grant no. them the and, grace. And you know why? That's why he and I went back and forth when I was like, as especially as a drug dealing rapper, you couldn't have a regular job. A football player's job is not to talk about how much fucking jewelry they have. A rap, a rapper, nine times out of ten, only talks about how much fucking jewelry they have. So that means, so you gonna lie to me twice? You gonna lie to me and talk about the chain? Yo, it's so and then you gonna, yo, yo, and then you gonna yo, be in my face with this? Yo, you killed it. Yo, yo like, come on. Like, subscribe, <laughs> comment. Um, uh, what's the super thing we do? Super, super thanks. thanks. Yes. Do all of that. We had Bridget Kelly on. And see, the thing is, pod. Yes. Let's acknowledge you. We didn't talk about this. Acknowledge the fact that you did the marathon. I did. Oh, I ran she the just ran the marathon. marathon. Congratulations. Congratulations. I know what it is to jog six miles. Six hours and 52 minutes? Yes, yes. Let me, let me, let me give you a first yes. six, six hours, 20, six hours. How many I'll miles? 20, 20, 20, I'll give you that. 654. 654. That's an amazing time. 652. No, it's not. What? I was very upset with that time. No, because you're not a natural jogger Bridget, or a runner. You finished. No, but I, yeah, but it was still, I trained and, to get but to get between a certain, what was and there it, were four other. Four hours was your range? No, but like five, like five, five, like five hours, five hours Bridget, and 10 minutes. Bridget, that was my, yeah, my sleep time. Bridget, you did over 23 did miles. Move. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it was 20, 26.2. 26.2, I don't know you. if I'll ever do it again, but it's it's it was a bucket list thing, and I did it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Son, Congratulations you. on your nuptials. Thank you. Yes. She's engaged. Now, we off the yo, market. Yeah, it's been real. Yeah. Officially. Until next time, we lit. Mandy, you owe me dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, she don't. <laughs> <laughs>